I'm starting it. <laughs> mouth exercises, mouth exercises. One. Uh, what are you doing? Um, mouth warm-ups for the big event. What? What's your big event? Um, you know, if you didn't know, why were you doing the mouth warm-ups with me? Like, seriously. Some, I, wanted, I didn't want to be left out. I wanted to fit in. Uh, well, it's for the State of the Nerd Address, of course. The first annual. Oh, nice. So, uh, let's uh, let's talk about it. Welcome to Every Man's Guide to Nerddom, where we are two 30 to 40-something-year-olds, where we talk about pretty much whatever we want. I'm Chris. And I'm Kyle. You guys might know us online from the Twitches as GuyverUNT01. That's Chris next to me, or KSIG, K underscore SIG. That's me. And we have two special guests with us. Very special guests. They mm-hmm. are friends of the show. Yeah. Well, we want to say they're friends of the show. They're friends. They kind of showed up. They showed up. We didn't tell them to show up. Did you tell them to show up? No. No. Uh-huh. I barely know how to get here. Well, good point. Welcome, Mr. Justin. Hey, thank you for having me. Justin uh, was known for our very special WandaVision episodes. Um, and Mystery Science Theater. Word. Oh yeah, that was he was like our was he our first? He was our first. He was the first. You were our first. Oh, you were our first. that makes me feel special. Yep. And then um, next to him we have Mr. B Rob that has been with us through several. Uh, well, we he did all almost all of Phase One Marvel with us. Almost the entire thing. Almost the entire thing, and now he's back again. So plug for punishment. <laughs> <laughs> um, first, thank you guys for. Agreeing to come back to our little nerd show, number one. Um, number two, you both have gotten great feedback. I've gotten great feedback about you both, about how knowledgeable you are and how... Um, they just, they just, just gave each other nucks on yeah. that. It's our <laughs> way to slowly take over the show. I think. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> hey, if that's what you want to do, go for it. The plan is to become so much more popular than both of you. Well, that's not hard to do. That's so. when I need Coda's voice to be able to... Yeah. <laughs> Choices. Yeah. Choices. Um, no, Kyle, if you look. Oh, is that the, uh, soundboard? Okay. Okay, so, um, state of the nerd address. What is the state of the nerd? We are going to, it's like state of the union, except we're going to go through the past, um, year, which was probably one of the shittiest years, I would say, on record. Mm -hmm. And we're just going to go about how it impacted, uh, nerd culture. Um, television, movies, comics, just everything. Um, so let's start. Getting caught up on the uh, old agenda here. <laughs> I had to zoom it in because you had it like tiny and my eyes are terrible and I can't read anything. Kyle's old. I'm old. Gandalf has old eyes. Gandalf, Gandalf just- has. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering when that was coming <laughs> You know, I am the probably, yeah, I'm the youngest one here. So you guys can all three eat one. Well, we are all drinking right now. We either have a Hawaiian beer in our hand or some Sonic or, alcoholic drinks. Or both. Or both. 
breakfast. We have two hands. Um, what do you guys think so far? Good. Not bad. Yeah. Kona beer, definitely the way oh, to yeah. go. And the Sonic Seltzers, at least the mango guava. Excellent. Thumbs up. And we're not, not, what do I have? I've got the cherry limeade that Chris hates and I think is amazing. As he's downing it. So good. Well, it's because I think I was setting myself up for a cherry limeade. That's more limeade. And that's the problem. I mm. feel like that's where I always fail with the seltzers. I get excited about like what, what it says the taste is going to be. And you're like, eh. Yeah. I'm exactly that. That's where I am, too. And I'm not much of a drinker anymore. Um, so for the listeners, basically just fast forward to an hour from now and <laughs> mm-hmm. see what the effect is of all the, the beer. Well, seltzers. we know what it would be. You'd be like, you're really pretty. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. We're going to have to turn the, the lights down so they're Ned's-esque. <laughs> that's funny. It's like well, and we're gonna have to pee all over the floor and throw up somewhere to get the right smell. Yeah, it's like but everybody's gonna be handsome. <laughs> but Kyle, you're model pretty. I'm gonna break out karaoke with no karaoke machine. For those that don't know, Ned's is the iconic bar at the college town where we all went. We all so. used to hang out at. Yeah, because yeah. it was basically one Pretty of the sure few I places. Own, like a table and chairs and maybe some of the bricks. I don't know. <laughs> mm. hey. <laughs> we sunk a lot of money. A lot of change checks went in there. Yeah, <laughs> I remember going in just totally broke one night, ordering a pitcher and just getting a straw. Because literally I had $5 to my name until I got paid again and just got hammered off of a pitcher just drinking it through a straw. I've heard the straw trick does things. It does. It I'll actually, try it out. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, that's the thing. We make money. We don't have to now. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> We can afford things in bottles. It's in the name of science. Penny, penny science saved, thing. Chris. Penny saved. No, I like what, I like what <laughs> you said. It's science. the name of science. Science! Finally stop eating ramen every night. <laughs> <laughs> or if you really want to, you know, be an uppity guy, you can go to uh, Virginia and get that really expensive ramen. Yeah. It is good, though. Yeah. It, it looks is, great. It's great. Right. Yeah. But it's hard for me to pay $18 for, for it. No, let's get the cheap ramen and try to make it look good. So we... We have you can scoot back and first on the list was favorite episode. So you tell me like what uh, the favorite episode that would like that we've done. Um, yeah, the favorite episode we've done, and with you two, you two have done multiple episodes. What was the favorite thing that you've done with the podcast so far? So let's start with Kyle. Um, probably my favorite was. Uh, when we started doing WandaVision, because that's when we really started getting into um, like Marvel conspiracy theory type stuff. It was Mephesto. It's always Mephesto. Mm-hmm. Uh, I should have made you the red one I'm in here. I'm beating B-Rob to this. It's Mephesto. <laughs> and so that, like, that gave us a lot of our running jokes. That uh, kind of established a tone for all these little short, well, that were supposed to be the short Episode the Nerkies, yeah, <laughs> they end up being longer than the regular episodes, um, and um, like I already knew B Rob, so you know there's that. But got to meet Justin, and because uh, Justin graduated before you came, yeah, he's old. Oh wow, <laughs> that's what it was. That's yeah. why he never met you. Uh, yeah, yeah, but um, that yeah that established kind of a tone for things that, and uh, I think that's kind of when we. Sh- started getting our uh, rhythm. So they were just and they were fun to do. Just that's when we started really picking apart things scene by scene and finding 
like little Easter eggs in the background and um, uh, how we were able to really start forming like theories and stuff, which like half of them were sort of right. Most of my, mine, maybe. Mostly yours. Um, mostly yours. Uh, my favorite episode to date that we've done would probably be the start. I, I want to s- stick with you on the whole um, WandaVision. Yeah. Because that's where we really started getting our groove. But I really liked when we started doing the MCU stuff too, just in depth. Because it it was kind of like a gateway for me, like for us to just start getting more into our groove too. So I'm in between those two. But I really, I think I'm going to lean more towards the start of the MCU stuff. And next week we're going to review how Stella got our groove back. So oh, yes. <laughs> we can actually just really talk about. Scene how by we scene. Got into the groove. Really. Oh, girl. I'm still so. waiting to exhale. Ah, good call. <laughs> so, oh, Craig, I, know. I don't know which one it is. I'm watching levels. Oh, it's that one. Yeah, okay, a little bit late, but. <laughs> now you know where it is. Do you now I know where it is. The DJ. Wah, wah, wah. I think he probably. He's got so many got, on here. I've got like three levels of these. Yeah. All nice. sorts of stuff. Nice. Being going the bed, yeah. He's got. Holy crap, how many sound effects do you have? I like to make sound effects. You've got five pages, four pages. What? You're the Michael Winslow of I really am. podcasting. I can, he is. I can make sound effects real quick. Like, Hey, get out of here. Oh, my God, Danny DeVito, I love your work. There's so much stuff. I would lose all kinds of time playing with this. <laughs> That's what she said. I don't know. It's, it's one of those up there, too. Yeah. Yeah, I'll keep ready to that's go. That's what she says. Oh. That's what she said. Keep that queued up. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right, Justin, what was your favorite episode? Um, either You can either do the podcast or that you did. Um, preferably one that you did. It, hopefully you liked one that you did. Um, They were fine. You know, I, I don't listen to anything that isn't mine. Ah. Um, so. That's, that's good. Yeah. I mean, why? Uh, so. I can really only talk knowledgeably about the ones I've done. Um, I think I, I'll echo definitely the idea of getting into WandaVision and getting deep into conspiracy theories or getting deep into lore and being able to um, really do some research and, and then talk about it in depth. And I thought that was great. But I really, honestly, you'll never forget your first. <laughs> So uh, the Mystery Science Theater one, I think, was so much fun um, because we just got to talk about favorite episodes, have lines, do all of that, and, of course, can talk about that for days and days. Yeah. So so I, I, I would probably circle that one, but I definitely recognize and support that the WandaVision, I think, is where the the podcast really started to take its own and, and go. And the, the MCU stuff with Rob is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um so I'm excited about where the podcast is going for you guys and, and for all the listeners and for us that get to ride your coattails. Well, we as small as they may be. <laughs> They're teeny. Plotting tiny. to take them over. Or ride your, your beard tails. That's mm. true. <laughs> <laughs> your tail. Okay. B-Rob. I mean, I think my favorite was definitely WandaVision. I mean, I wasn't involved in that one, but I think that's really where you guys came into your own and you were so polished and ready and I think it really 
uh, or as polished and ready as you guys can get. Um, but <laughs> yeah, you really, there was really a <laughs> lot of thought that went into it, even if Mephesto always was at the, you know, the end game for, end game. for one person. Um, <coughs> but, uh, they were really, really good. And I was, I was really uh, proud to be involved with that. Cause I, I like I said, I feel like just being involved with um, everything's got a nerd period gave me some credibility after that, because like I said, you guys really talked through a lot of things. I don't think anybody was thinking about. Um, but for me, I think the very last episode when we went over the Avengers in, in the MCU mm-hmm. and then phase one, I think that was my favorite one because we proved we could get through it all. Yep. Yep. Because <laughs> I think there was some doubt. There was some doubt. Um, and uh, I really think that that just really, we broke everything down real well. We talked about, I mean, a lot of the passion came out of what we really enjoy. And you know, there's a lot of the sod conversations because, I mean, that was really the first time a, the three of us have really got to really talk in a mm-hmm. long time. And so a lot of different things yeah. came out. So. That was probably the, my favorite. Right on. Um, I'm, I'm not going to argue with I anything. I was definitely agree with B-Rob that the thing starting with the um, WandaVision and then going definitely into the MCU and all that, you definitely saw a much more polished, and it went from just a couple of dudes that were having fun to mm-hmm. actually, oh, this sounds and has everything of a major pet podcast, so... Um, so major kudos to you guys for continuously right. honing your craft and trying to be better every week. Thank you. Um, well, that was to Kyle. Oh, yeah, okay. well, what you don't realize, most of the uh, polishing and honing happens oh. uh, off camera because we can't. It's a whole different. Nobody wants to see yeah. that. Yeah. Well, you can. It's five dollars uh, a month on. Speaking of five, give them five dollars uh, for being nice to us. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, only fans. Yeah. <laughs> Only something. It's only yeah, well, nerds. I, just think, I think it's really easy when people start podcasts that it's, you know, it's something, oh, these people just woke up and decided they wanted to do this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you kind of come off, especially mm-hmm. in this culture, in this group of people, the, you know, the typewriter warriors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you can be a poser. <laughs> and I think just a lot of the knowledge that you guys have in different areas, I mean, you played each other's strengths really well. Speaking of keyboard typewriter warriors, <laughs> I was wondering if you were going to bring this shit up. This was this was it. That yes, I was just waiting for the segue, and B Rob gave it to me. I reported him, so it's gone. By the way. I was already gone. Yes. Son of a bitch. All right. So, do you want to talk about it? So, I got a <laughs> notification yesterday from <laughs> YouTube that said it was off of uh, Bad Batch episode one. And basically, the guy stated that. Um, wait, hold on. I will read it. Mm-hmm. This was a comment on the video. <clears throat> About all the dick jokes? No, no you would that, think that's what it would that's be. That's where I thought this was going. Was it, was it from someone no. that's associated with... No. The dick okay. jokes are acceptable, apparently. And the fart jokes. And the fart jokes and the shit jokes. We, well, he probably didn't make it that yeah. far. But anyway. So, what? Bad Batch, eh? I remember a certain German somebody calling a certain group of somebodies the same thing. Before, during, and after a certain war that involved the whole world. Anti-Semitic much? What a douchebag. <laughs> I mean, come on. Well, it's, we didn't create the characters. It sounds like he's not sure in himself because it's just oh. a certain one of a certain thing. So. Well, so he seems very uncertain about the certain exactly. thing. I yeah. am certain he's a douchebag. Yeah, mm-hmm. I am too. Uh, yeah. And I'm certain he didn't watch any of this or anything, just saw the title and... Yeah. Someone last night went and looked at his profile, and it's all conspiracy theories. No, that was videos. me. I went down the rabbit hole. Okay. <laughs> Never read the comments. Right. No, it didn't. And Come on, so, Ralph. Did you not watch Rick, Ralph Breaks the Internet? Oh, yeah. Never that's... read the comments. You never do, but at the same time, I want our page to be, yeah. you know, 
we love for you guys to interact. Like B Rob and Justin are two of the best in our chat, getting it going. We mm-hmm. love that, and you know, make fun of us. Like we encourage it. We love that. You become racist and accuse people of being racist. We're gonna take that shit down. Like there's no place in this society for that. Mm. That's not for us. That's not what we want to do. The, uh, yeah, that, like, usually stuff doesn't get me riled up. For some reason that did. I think I was just feeling good last night when you told me. Like, I was in a. You were, you were in a fighting mood. I was, I was on one last night. Like, this son of a bitch. Show him, you know, whatever. But, yeah, they just, they definitely didn't watch it. They were just looking for something. But honestly, some of the stuff that we talk, I'm kind of surprised that that's the first thing. That's the thing. I know. The stuff that we've said, like. We've, we've pushed it up against the line. Like, we haven't really crossed the line. We haven't really even played with even satirically being non-PC. Well, enough, you know, yeah. I remember how worked up I was and how worried I was about my comment about Samuel L. Jackson getting yeah. cast as Nick Fury. I mean, that really, I was like, man, is that something? And I didn't even, you know, it was just kind of right. It was just a comment, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, but it wasn't. It wasn't. Right. It wasn't in fact. But, but you know how today is. And yeah, a million people can take it a million different ways. And it didn't like yours. It didn't come from a bad place. It was from purely, you know, a lore standpoint and all the that. Comic books too. Yeah, you know. to, to what it is now, and that went okay. But apparently, just us naming the name of the show that we were covering. Wow! And I did do a Google search. I didn't find anything about it. Bad Batch referenced at all. By the way, doesn't mean it wasn't. But at the same time, I didn't find anything in the Googles. And we know. Maybe it's at the very back of this dude's copy of Mein Kampf. (laughs) Could be. Oh, no. He calls it Man Camp. Ah, from the Man Camp. It's a summer summer guide. Guys like like that are what I call comment terrorists. They'll come in, they'll drop a bomb, and then run away and never comment again. Mm -hmm. Or or they don't want to engage. They don't want to uh, have thoughtful comment or, you know, why would you talk about this? What was the idea? And have that back and forth. It's just. I'm going to drop this bomb, run away, and I'm going to blow up as much as I can. Yeah. Right. So. You probably read it on some website that has like eight syllables in the name and that you can't, uh, ends in X, Y, Z or some shit. So. Oh, well. Oh, well. Whatever. Oh, and, but if he does happen to listen to this one, you're a dick. So. Yeah, and we've already <laughs> given you way too much time talking yep. about yeah. it. Yeah. For sure. So, um, let's skip around on this part here. You want, to, you want to come back to that later? On the TV shows? We'll do I mean. After this next one. Okay, you want to go ahead and hit this right now then? Yeah, because. This was a great comment, um, or it was on our group text um, that B. Rob brought up. So, and we've got a hard stop today, so I want to make sure over everything we get to this. Um, B. Rob, what was the what did what did you talk about? What did you tell so us? So, as we were talking about, talk about this last year, you know, the things that really meant a lot to us, things we enjoyed. I think there is there, you know, the passing of Chadwick Boseman is something that was very impactful, not only to the entertainment industry, mm-hmm. uh, the MCU, but I think generally just the world, who this dude was, right? Uh, the roles he took on, the roles he refused to take on, the roles that he asked to be removed from because they were stereotypical. Um, he was just a solid. How he handled um, his cancer. I mean, he didn't tell anybody. No. Yeah. Um, so I, I think there are just a lot of things about this guy that not only really how he portrayed uh, T'Challa mm-hmm. and Black Panther to how he played Jackie Robinson in 42. I mean, he was just an amazing entertainer and ultimately an amazing person. And he really paved the way for a lot the Michael Jordan, Michael B. Jordan's Anthony Mackey's um, and any other actor really for, from any, um, any background that 
wants to stand up and wants to use their platform in a positive way. Um, so, I, I mean, I just want to make sure that we talked about the impact that that is not only, not only has today, but how that shapes the future of MCU and gives the opportunity, whether they put Shuri as mm-hmm. Black Panther, um, they end, uh, I can't remember his name, uh, Manate, whether he ends up taking it over at some point, mm-hmm. um, how they do that. But it's going to reshape everything they had planned. So let me ask you guys this. This is kind of a two-parter. <clears throat> do you think that Sam, they would have gone the route of Sam as Captain America if it wasn't for Chadwick? Yes. Yeah. You think yeah. they would have, no matter yeah. what? If you don't think they would have gone the Bucky route? Following the comics, and, and there's several people who have taken the mantle, for sure, of Captain America. But if you follow the comics, that was kind of the logical next. Mm-hmm. Um I think it made it much more acceptable. And, and one of the parts I loved about um, Falcon and Winter Soldier was the idea of a black um, Captain America. The Is America ready for this? And, right. and that part, I think, is very much not happening without Chadwick Boseman. Um, I think there would be the keyboard warriors going crazy about, you know, we can't have Falcon, and, you know, we can't have this and that, with a veil underlining of, well, he's black, but no one's going to come out and say that, you know, type of thing. And and that's what I loved about Falcon Winter Soldier is that they just came out head on. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of the, you know, 2020 with, uh, in 2021, events, social, all of that um, helped spur that. But I think it would not have happened as readily without Chadwick Boseman and, and the whole crew, right? Um, oh, the director, um, Kevin? Um, oh, no, no, no. Uh, the director of Black Panther? Yes. Mine's going blank. Um, In fact, we all have phones. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Coogler, Ryan Coogler. There you that's go. That's right, that's right. Um, so with Ryan Coogler and everything that he did with the production, with um, the bringing so much of black culture into the MCU and doing it in such an amazing way, I think opened up a lot of society and having Chadwick Boseman as that uh, – Standard bearer as the king, literally, of all of that made him iconic, not only for playing Jackie Robinson and Thurgood Marshall and James Brown and all of that, but now he is the king of Wakanda. And with him passing, man, it was, there are a few celebrity deaths that have like really impacted me. That was mm-hmm. one. Prince was another yeah. one. <laughs> there was a few that's like, it just, like you feel like you lost a family member, and he was one, I think, to a lot of people mm-hmm. because of MCU, because of everything he did. So, right. so to long, long answer to your short question, I think no, it wasn't necessarily just because of Chadwick Boseman, sure. Sure. but I think Chadwick Boseman, yes, helped, and Ryan Coogler and everything else that was coming along the, the lines helped set up that it's much more acceptable to have Falcon, a black man, as Captain America. Sure, and I, and I agree with all that. I think also the other part of it is Sam is a better embodiment of who Steve was. Mm-hmm. Bucky, Bucky's broken. Bucky's really broken, and he's just now even starting to get a little bit. And even even when he wasn't broken, he wasn't Steve. No, right. Sam, Sam is that dude that would jump on the grenade. Um, he did, and basically. Me, and you see what he does every day without superpowers. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the other part of it that makes me think, regardless of where we are in as a society, without Chadwick Boseman, Black Panther, 
that 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 was what they were going to follow the comic book lore and go with this character. Right. 100%. Kyle? Um, I was just kind of thinking back to <clears throat> what Justin was talking about, just the setup for, for Marvel having Falcon be um, Captain America and having, you know, our first on-screen black Captain America. And I think they did a great job of setting it up through the series. Um, they could have really cheapened it and just kind of shoehorned it in there. But all the episodes leading up to that with, you know, the the super soldier program through, um, what was it, the Korean War? Is that what we... Through the Korean, yeah. Yeah. With Isaiah. With Isaiah and all that. They did it right and they did it justice and they did it in a way to... You would just have to be. You would just have to be a dick to go against that. I mean, honestly, like there's, <clears throat> there, there's. I don't see any way that you can be negative about that choice. And I think, you know, Chad would come into the limelight and and you know, as Black Panther, set the the tone for that. I think you had you had Samuel L. Jackson before that. Kind of laying laying the 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 pave pave stones for him to walk up on, and you know him him passing. I'm really curious to see what Marvel does next. But thinking back to him, um, not just in like the Marvel universe, just as and not just as an actor, but just as a as a celebrity in that that realm. Um, I don't remember any. Scandals, anything bad, you know, and that's rare. That is super rare. You know, when uh, B Rob talked about how he kind of kept his personal life to himself, and you know, nobody really, you know, the cancer wasn't known until he was gone. Um, he he did a great job doing his job and being a role model and being out there and. Staying out of the bad stuff, and there's no scandal. There's nothing. I mean, he was. We lost a really, really good one in that because that's rare now. That's a shame that that's rare. Like Kyle was saying, I don't ever remember hearing anything bad about him. Like literally, like you'll always hear like Tom Cruise blew up at his crew, or you know um, Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey, (laughs) you know. But I can't ever recall hearing a single bad thing about the guy. And I think his hit me so tough is because I, he was a year older than I was. M was. R. R. He, who, ha. Um, but it, it, just so close, it hit so close to home that the guy was so young, so talented, and we just lost such a great person. And, you know, the nerd part of me just remembers thinking, this, and I will fully admit this, nerd part of me goes, this just fucked over the Marvel Universe, Phase 4, because this was completely unexpected. And he didn't, <clears throat> when he died, you know, it, it came out, he didn't tell anyone in the MCU, and even the MCU, Disney, was surprised that he died of this. See, that's what I was wondering. I didn't know if they had, like, low-key knowledge of it, if he let them know. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't dive that far into it to find out. Everything I read, you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, like he completely covered it up. Yeah. Like you wouldn't have thought he was sick at all. Yeah. If you look at um, the Five Bloods and a couple other movies he, he did, 
you could tell he was getting like emaciated, like really thin. And but if you didn't know and you'd follow right. his career, you thought, oh, this is a acting choice. Yeah. Or yeah. He, just yeah. Went, he just went vegan. Yeah. yeah. He just, yeah. Man, this is wow. He got really skinny for this role. Man, what the Christian oh. Bale? Yeah, yeah. Like Christian Bale did. Yeah, but I think the biggest loss in my mind is what are we now not going to get because he died? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, there's so much potential and so much greatness, um, and not just the MCU, but you know everything else. You know, right. what are we not going to get now? Yeah, how tight are studios going to play this? Because like they don't want to be put in a position that they're planning for six films is it going to be like the clone wars you know when they wrote like the three episode arcs not knowing when something was to be cal- right. so is it going to start cheapening as i do my air quotes the product and you know i was thinking about that on the way drive over here i was just like you know you don't want your head to go there and how it's going to but i mean it's how is this going to affect the overall i'm, I'm curious to see how they're going to actually address it in the films well i am just thrilled that they called it wakanda forever right which means <clears throat> You know, I know that they had one direction that they were going to go in, which means they had to completely 180 right. what they're going to do. So, this is part of his legacy. What do you guys think? Who do you think they're going to... What do you think this movie will be about now that he's gone? Because he was supposed to be the main star. Right. Well, it, it definitely has to be about who's going to be taking over the mantle. Right. Because um, there's always a panther. Yeah. And so, Shuri... Uh, Shuri, Shuri... Shuri... Would be the logical step, mm-hmm. but they had set her up to be the next Tony Stark. And so uh, Feige even came out and said that she is the smartest person in the MCU. Right uh, now. And so, well, yes, right now. Uh, You're still hanging on to that? Wait until right. <laughs> We're going to get to that. Okay. So you're, the uh, announcement. You're, <laughs> you're hoping for Reed Richards, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I would love to see Shuri as as Black Panther, mm-hmm. and in the comics, there is a time when she does. Mm-hmm. But it was it was only for be Rob correct one of yeah. you two. Like it was only like a year, wasn't it? Yeah. Maybe two. It was short. Yeah. It was short. Really short. So um, they've pulled from so many other things that were yeah. just, and and they've established like that they're not going to go straight word for word or panel for panel with the comics. They're they're. Keeping in not. the spirit of it, glad they're not. But this is its own thing. There's enough inspiration from the comics and from the books and all the lore to shape this, but it's very much its own thing. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm hoping that as much as I want to see Shuri as Black Panther, I'm kind of hoping that they do keep her as connective tissue, so she can come in and help out and be that Tony Stark that helps out, you know, Sp- Spider Man type of thing and has the tech and does all of right. that. So that way her reach is, is much further than just you know, Black Panther or, um, you know, Avengers type movies. But yeah, that, and that will also open up for another black actor to come in and be able to, um, you know, take that mantle. But I, I feel sorry, honestly, for anyone that tries to come in and <laughs> replace <laughs> Chadwick yeah. Boseman because no one's going to love him. No one's going to love him because right. no gonna one. going to be hate. No one can compare to Chad mm-hmm. Bozeman. That I don't think anybody would hate that person as much as they hate Brie Larson, though. <laughs> <laughs> they got, so they got that going for Or him. Wyatt Russell. Yeah. Oh, man. Dude, I love Wyatt Russell. I just hate the character. Like, I think people literally, literally don't like Brie Larson. Yeah, I'll go with that. 
Because so. I've heard, uh, you know. Because I think she did a great job. Yeah. I, I, I you like can see Captain the tension in yeah. the group interviews. You can see there's something there. Yeah. yeah. Well, they've all pretty much come out and said in one way or another, they hated working with her. Yeah. For one reason or another. And they've, I've never read anything, like, definite, you know, this is why we don't like her. Right. Just that they don't. Yeah. Like, there's something that's rubbing I think Samuel L. Jackson is the only person I haven't heard of heard say anything which you think he he would right he he stays pretty like professional professional about things like he's another one like you don't get a whole lot of controvert like somebody that you would ex- just the way he portrays himself not only on screen but in interviews and things that like there's gonna be no he stays pretty level like you don't well because i feel like he's just one of those guys that he knows how lucky he, or feels how lucky he is because he started as that bit character mm-hmm. at a later age yeah um because i mean I remember him as the bit character in uh, Jurassic Park. Well, that but then there America. was the mafia, the mafia movie with I can't. It's one of my favorite movies. I can't remember the name. It's got um, Hitman's Bodyguard. No, old no, school. Uh, old, 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 Goodfellas. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's right. That's one of the first things I remember seeing him in. Um, that's right. I forgot about that. So, but anyway, uh, but going back to your question about Black Panther, I think Shuri probably takes it on for a little bit. And I think because but the but the tension in the first Black Panther between her and Mbaku, mm-hmm. I think that spurs him to become the villain, Man Ape, uh, potentially. But I still don't think that's a big enough villain. Um, but then you also have Nakia going rogue and turning bad, like she did in the comics for that time. Right. And I think it could be the loss of T'Challa pushes her over the edge. Cause I don't think there's anything, if they went that route, I don't think you could ever convince me if he was still alive mm-hmm. in the movies, that she would ever turn on him. Right. So I think she's in her mind's going to get it. This is what's good for the best for Wakanda. Maybe sided with Mbaku. And then there's something overall, which is why I hate they, they took um, out Andy Serkis's character. So that was ridiculous how yeah. fast they took him out. Cause right. Claw is a great character. Right. Oh yeah. Classic character. Right. So, and I've heard they, they talked about bringing Killmonger back. I just don't know how you do that one. I don't know either. It's I've seen that a lot. There was just the, too uh, much emphasis on how that all went down, and that's what made the end of that movie yeah, and right. made his redemption arc there at the end, kind of. What do you think? What do you think Bucky's involvement will be? Because there was a lot of setup with White Wolf. Yes, there was a lot of lot of setup in this uh, last show. I bet he'll, I bet he'll go back. I don't with, know. With I think it'll be minimal because they put that emphasis on you need to stay clear, clear. for a while. Yeah. Right. It'll be that coming in saving grace to set up the next movie or whatever. He comes in with somebody, whoever the next movie is, to well, yeah, I don't, like, lead in or tie into Wakanda. And I, don't, I, I don't think he'll be big in the next one. I think, like what you're saying, that's the setup to stay clear, but he can't. Like, you know, he's drawn somehow. Well, and I don't think that they want to make the mistake that the white guy's going to come in and save the day in yeah, an all-black right. movie. Yeah, the right. white savior. Right. They don't want to do that. Um, yeah, because they did a really good job with Martin Freeman's character. Taking direction, yes, and being there and being that an asset, not mm-hmm. the hero. Well, and don't sneak up on me like a colonizer. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. I there's a lot of different directions I think that they could go, especially since they announced Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Since it, that's going to hit, is that before or after Wakanda Forever? It'll be before because it's before. it's. Four movies away? Three or four. Yeah. Um, I'm wondering if they're going to pull from that. Because they said this. Okay, so they said Multiverse of Madness is supposed to be a horror movie. They've hinted that Shuma Gorath is supposed to be the bad, big bad in that. 
So there's our cosmic. There's our, you know, mystic cosmic. I'm wondering if one of these multiverses, there's going to be another version of a, a panther. And it's going to be Killmonger. Maybe that's how they do it. Maybe that's how they do it. Yeah. You're Robin Red where I was going with that. Yeah. Um, Sorry. I mean, no, 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 that's fine. That's that's what I want you, to, you guys to do, but that's kind of just what I'm thinking right now. Um, that's a good one. I didn't think about that. And they also have, um, I mean, this is a definite, they also have a super smart black girl that's getting ready to make her appearance um, this year. Riri Williams, or uh, is Ironheart? Ironheart. Ironheart. She's supposed to be making her appearance along with the rest of the Young Avengers. That'd be awesome. And I'm super pumped. So I'm wondering if she might be taking the Tony place. I mean, Wakanda, with Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Wakanda's become you know the new Stark, basically yeah. Stark tech. But I'm wondering if this is how they're going to make like a Iron Man protege almost come into for like um, Avengers. What is that going to be for? I just hate when they start down that road and then they stop. Like you didn't, um, what was it Iron Man 3? I can never remember the young boy's name that had the laugh. Oh, yeah. yes. And then you see him at the funeral. And then that's like, you know, it was just, was I dead. hate when they start down a road and then it just kind of stops and they give you this closure that you never really feel like you needed. But Well, I kind of wonder, like with that, especially that's the example, that's a good example too, is I don't think they ever... <clears throat> Especially like smaller parts like that, that you know, Iron Man three it wasn't a small part, but in the grand scheme of things, it was a smaller part. That they ever completely cut it off, they leave just enough to where, you know, they get um, several movies down the road, and like we need to pull something here, something that'll really, you know, you know, get people in the fields or strike the fire, and they like they could pull him again. If they needed to, like they they leave just enough to where they have, you know, they have some. Some ammo in the clip. Yeah. They need to pull something. Makes it easier to retcon things. Yes. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Oh, it was actually this person. It's like, bum, bum, bum. They're so smart. <laughs> They're so smart. He was hidden in the closet the whole time. <laughs> he really meant for this to be episode four the entire time. Okay, I got it. Yeah. So, so, so Chris, as someone that's been <laughs> hidden in the closet for most of his life. Right, right, right. Uh, what's that like? Um, liberating. Okay, good. Good. I support you. Thank you. Okay, good. <laughs> Thank you. How many closets in this house have you been? <laughs> There's many, many. This is a many closeted house. I found four. Most so. of the skeletons. <laughs> um, any, I mean, while we're on that subject, like any other celebrity deaths, I mean, I think that's, especially, hit, I mean, this year. there were a lot. I was going through the list. I mean, we had, we lost Sean Connery. Boris Leachman. Uh, if we're going back to the beginning of 2020 up until now, which is. Which we uh, are because this is. Okay. May 2021. But I mean, we lost Sean Connery. We lost Kobe. We lost. Who else did we lose? Wilford Brimley. I forgot we lost Wilford Brimley. Oh, I did too. Ah, he died of diabetes. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Nobody saw that coming. Um, <laughs> I'm not even going to do the sound effect. Okay, I feel slightly bad for that joke. Not terribly. Um, yeah, I'm going through the list. Oh, um. Carrie oh, Fisher's mom. We lost Kurt Douglas. What's her name? Why can't I think of her name right now? Can't, why can't you? I don't know. Didn't we lose her this year? Or in 2020? I think. Well, yeah. Uh, we, Debbie Reynolds? Yeah. It's Debbie, Reynolds. Debbie Reynolds. We're all on our phones right now looking. If yeah. you guys didn't know. 
not in my normal setup with so extra screens. So while they're looking right here, I'm going to explain stuff. a little bit more why we're doing this state of the nerd. Okay. A, it's to look back at the past year, and I thought it'd be a great idea to have all four of us in the room so we could. The pooled knowledge is just amazing that's in here. Um, if you guys say this outside the room, I'll tell everyone you're fucking liars. I can clip um, this. But number two, we had a little thing called COVID 19 happen. Everything shut down. The world literally shut down. So there wasn't a lot of new TV. We're like, we were supposed to have Black Widow a year ago. We were supposed to have Eternals a year ago. We were supposed to have all this other stuff. Um, John Wick 4 was supposed to be released this month. And we saw the uh, Warner Brothers pull from movies from the theater and put them into uh, HBO Max. And, and we saw streaming really jump out. Yeah. So um, much original content. I mean, uh, Netflix mm-hmm. killed it with yeah. original content. Yeah, they did. I it, mean, a lot of people did, but. Which I thought Apple was Apple TV. Great. Yeah, Apple TV. Yeah. The I, entertainment I industry, like. The, okay, well, the at home entertainment industry really stepped up. I mean, of course, there was a reason, like, they were going to make money off of it. Like, okay, everybody's stuck at home. We have to capitalize on it. We benefited from it, right? I mean, Disney Plus really took off. Um, like, Peter Rob saying the original content on Netflix. Um, everybody's, you know, well, not everybody, but a lot of people are home a lot more. Um, even if they're not working from home, they're not going out as much. Um, so they're kind of falling into the, uh, the lifestyle that I was already living, <laughs> which means I benefited because, you know, these companies want to make money off of that. So yeah, all the original content, like there's been so much stuff come out that I haven't even got to dip my toe into yet. Not counting the homework that Chris has been giving me. Mm-hmm. I've been failing at, but yeah, like we benefited as consumers of media and in reality, like for not much cause, I mean, you think about the cost of adding on uh, what is HBO max or keeping your Netflix or adding Disney plus to your streaming package or whatever, like it's minimal. Mm -hmm. And so like, we've got a really good bang for our buck with this pandemic. I mean, we cut dish network that we've had for, Ever in a day, went to YouTube TV and got all of it, kept all of our streaming, and we still saved 25 bucks a month. And we have HBO, Amazon Damn. Prime, Damn. Apple TV, oh, uh, yeah. Disney Plus. I had I had Dish since like 2004. Whenever I got out of the dorms in college, I had Dish, and I had Dish all the way up until about two years ago. So, and I realized like I'm not watching that much live TV. I don't watch sports like I used to at all. So that's that would have been the big reason to keep some of those things. Um, well, sports would have been the only thing in local weather, but, um, that's why I went with YouTube TV because you get all your local channels, unlimited cloud DVR, and there's a great sports deal. You're the guy that clicked. Okay. On the, the pop-up that came up that 95% was like, no, I don't want, <laughs> why keep asking me skip YouTube? Skip trial. Right? Yeah. <laughs> skip trial. Skip trial. You and, Rob actually took the trial. And, uh, every man's guide to Nerdum is now sponsored by YouTube TV. So, <laughs> that would welcome. be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, the king of the nerds, Alex Trebek. Oh, one mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. One that hit me hard. When you guys were talking about, like you were talking about one that hit you hard. Celebrity deaths usually don't. Like, the last one I can think of that actually kind of got me, and it was, I don't know why it got me, but it did, was Ryan Dunn, like way back when. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but that one, that one hit me. I don't know if it's because I just grew up watching Jackass and all that, but... 
um, the one that got me probably this year more than any of them, like more than Sean Connery, more than Kobe, more than anything, was Grant Imahara. Like, I loved Mythbusters. I would watch Mythbusters over and over and over again. And hearing about Grant just, Killed. that hit me hard. Yeah. I was looking who else we lost this year. Uh, Hank Aaron. Joe Morgan. There's a lot of baseball players. There's a lot of baseball players. Well, there's a bunch. Oh, old. Uh, Regis Philbin was another one that we lost this year. Mm-hmm. Oh, I forgot about Regis. But you know that Ruth Bader Ginsburg, and that's you know the two that's that like hit me the most, other than yeah. Chadwick. Were, you know, I don't. I wasn't ever. I'm not a Kobe fan. Right. I appreciate Kobe because of the athlete in me. But right. I was just never a fan of how he was kind of portrayed, and he portrayed himself in the media. But that one surprisingly kind of hit me hard. Um, and then Ruth Bader Ginsburg. I yeah. just and I don't know. RPG. I, I maybe it's because I have a daughter now. Maybe I. I, I don't know, but when I was really sitting down on a plane and I was I started reading more mm-hmm. about her, and I'm just like, wow, this is... She's the champion wow. of the little man. Wow, and I always person. knew that, but I just don't think I... It didn't resonate as much until... Right. Unfortunately, like a lot of the great ones, just a lot of stuff doesn't resonate until after the fact. After they died. So. Yeah. The, movie, the movie that came out about her a couple years ago was... Notorious so RBG? Uh, no, that the documentary was good, but the actual movie with... Yeah. Uh, uh, Felicia, um, I need to f- look at find it. Then. It's on the tip of my tongue. Felicia Day, Felicia. Uh, no, um, she was in Rogue One. Um, Felicity Jones. Felicity, Felicity Jones. Jones. Thank Jones. you. There we go. So Felicity Jones plays RBG. Really? And I didn't know that. It's I didn't really know. good. You should watch. I've it. seen that one. What you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's really good. It came out a couple years ago. But yeah, that was that was one that. Wow. You know. Try not to be overly political or try not to be this or that. It's just, you know, a huge loss for our country. Right. No matter what side you vote on and mm-hmm. all of that. Um, so, yeah. And that gets lost so much. It's just, oh, this is a huge blow to the Republicans or this is a huge blow to I'm so fans of the LA Lakers. Or, and that, no, it's a huge blow to humanity and who we should strive to be. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Amen. Um, Hal Holbrook, he was deep throat. In all the president's men, um, you guys probably he's one of those oh, yeah. that that you know his face. Yeah, he's a character actor. Yeah, but you don't. know Oh him. yeah, See, he, he was, was um, a lawyer in a lot of things. Yeah, he played a, a lot of country lawyers. Yeah, Charlie Pride, Charlie Daniels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Little Richard, Cicely Tyson, Neil Pert. Neil Pert was that one kind of got me a little bit because oddly, like I mean. Like, I'm a metalhead, rock guy, whatever, but I didn't like, start listening to Rush until about two years ago. A whole bunch was like, I'm not going to listen. Everybody listens to Rush. I'm not going to do that. And the idea is like, oh, this is awesome. And then, you know, that. So, uh, you're the reason. <laughs> Jerry Stiller. I need to stop. Jerry Stiller, yes. I need to stop finding new hard. people that I like because then they die. That one hit me really hard yeah. because of, honestly, Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. Serenity now. Right. I've got a problem with all of you. And you're going to hear about it. <laughs> Kenny Rogers. I forgot about Kenny Rogers. I did too. That just, uh, yeah. uh, Christopher Plummer. Fred Willard. Yeah. Fred Willard. Fred that Willard, one, yeah, yes. Big one. <clears throat> Love him or hate him, Larry Flint. Champion of free speech. Yeah. Um, DMX. X ain't going to give it to you anymore. No, Mm-mm. I can't give it to you. George no. Seagal. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I loved watching him as Pops on the Goldbergs, and yeah. I, then I loved him on, was it, um, 
Was it new, it wasn't news radio. What was the show he was on? With Mina. Yeah, it, I think it was. Was it news radio? I think it was news radio. With Dave Foley? Yeah. Yeah, and he played, you know, the incompetent boss. boss. And, you know, because I'm always going to remember the intern Kenny. He's like, hi, Nina. May I pleasure you now? <laughs> and, you know, hi, I'm Kenny. I'm super excited to be here. I love that guy. He's like, I am the spawn of the devil. Um, I did like DMX, but David Stern, NBA, former NBA commissioner, was a big one for me, too, because without him, you don't have the dream team in, dream team in 92. He was such a large proponent in oh, getting the professionals back to back into the Olympics. Um, just the, my yeah. era of basketball. Which was the, the best era boys, of basketball. Jordan, <laughs> Magic. I mean, all the things, I mean, there's a lot of things that don't happen. You know, if there's somebody else as the commissioner – does magic get to continue playing? Right. True. Um, you know. Yeah, we. So I remember. Um, I got to. M- he did. He was in Hawaii. David Robinson was there. Yeah, he um, was always one of my favorites. And he, I loved him because he was an academy graduate, and my dad. Yeah, Admiral. Was an academy. Yeah, and he was always there, and I got to try on one of his shoes, and I was probably nine at the time, was and I swear to God, it was a muumu. I was going to say, you could probably fit your whole body into one of his shoes. Oh, comfortably. So, like a little cocoon. It was. <laughs> but, yeah, it was just, it was just so cozy cool. in here. No, and he, he, was, he was one that did so much for the San Antonio community, so much for the game as a spokesman. Just as an ambassador. And then, you know, just the people that he is, like, you know, <laughs> Tim Duncan thanked him yep. in his Hall of Fame speech there. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, I was a great player, but would I have been a great person? continue to be a great person without this person in my life. God, that's so hard to, to, to hear thinking like Duncan doing his speech. That makes me feel old because I remember the Duncan transition, you know, and like he's still kind of young in my head, but he's older than us. But yeah, I feel old. Okay. Um, swinging back to B-Rob's original question, do you feel that we've adequately answered that? Do you want to go any more in depth on it? I don't even remember. What I don't remember what the question. <laughs> with Chadwick. Oh yeah, no, I think I think and its impact on society. And this is what I wanted to happen out of it, but I mean, I, would, I think we really talked about him and his impact on everything as a whole. But and then it—I was hoping it would segue into other people that we felt mm-hmm. like normal. Yeah, so, like normal. Thank you for bringing that. I've up. I've gotten to where I can kind of like—I think this is where it's probably going to go. Yeah. So <laughs> throw this out there. We'll just give him a little little wiggle out there and see if he bite. Yeah, I'll tell you, I do want to give a shout-out to Hughes in our chat, too, who's one of Justin's students. He's always real good about starting discussion, too. Yeah. Um. So thank you, Hughes. I know he gets thrilled whenever we mention him. Yeah. Except when it's about wrestling. Hey, we, me and, we had some, me and Hughes had some great side <laughs> conversations about oh, wrestling. wrestling. <laughs> yeah. Which I'm excited to do a wrestling episode. Yeah. I want yeah. to do one about classic, and I want to do one about, like, attitude error, all that stuff. Yeah. And there's not a whole lot of people with the way that I think that can kind of change my mind on certain mm-hmm. things, specifically like professional wrestling. And he had some really good points about when we were just talking about matches and, you know, and this person and, you know, their impact on. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So he, I was like, oh, I, I see that. I see that. That's so, cool. That's some that's good guys cool. for some wrestling episodes so, too. Um, something really cool for you wrestling fans. I've been following on Twitch. This guy does classic, uh, all the classic matches and TV shows like, from front to front to front to end. Like, he's he's in 1998 right now, and he'll play them every night. Like, he'll either play, like, WWE or WCW, like, the entire episode. 
And like Jericho came out with, um, was it Rufus? Ralphus. Ralphus. That's right. Ralphus. With Ralphus, <clears throat> and he when he called JJ Dillon, Jojo Dillon, and that Ron was the Goldberg feud. Yeah, it was. And yeah. Ron Mysterio Jr. Um, but <laughs> Disco Inferno came out. Like all these, it's back when the WCD, WCW roster had like eight thousand people in it. Right. And like everyone came out, and they go and Chris. Dunkel Hoff, and, you know, he'd come out to, like, his music and then just get demolished in, like, three seconds. Yeah. But, yeah, no, it's – this guy plays it every night for anyone who's interested. It's, it's such a good era. That's, I think that's when I stopped was, like, 01, 02. Mm-hmm. was roughly when I stopped watching I just feel wrestling. like that's the prime example of how unhealthy it is in, in anything to not have competition. Yeah. And now with AEW, I think they're starting to be more because you have all these – just true wrestling, like the Roses, um, mm-hmm. people who just love wrestling. How long has that gap going? been, though? Like, with, like twenty time. years. I mean, without any real competition. The final Nitro was O two. Was that when they merged? I thought that spring of O two when they bought bought out. Yeah, e- give I or take. The, the merger was kind of happening before that because that's when you, you slowly yeah. started seeing. For years, yeah, but yeah, the, and then you had just a lot of the big stars. They were getting paid to sit on their butts because of the way mm-hmm. their contracts were written. So you, that's why you didn't get Big Papa Easy. Pump at first. You didn't get Goldberg. You didn't get Sting. Uh, but then you had the guys who just wanted to go, like Booker T, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Buff Bagwell, to, for what that was worth. Mm-hmm. Guys like that that were just immediately came over because they just wanted to go. Right. And they wanted to increase their popularity. The older guys are like, I'm going to draw my check. I'm going to Bobby Bonilla my way out of here. Well, <laughs> you let, Great reference. Thank you. Paul and Nash. Right? And he's skipping over. Do you know who Bobby Boney is? Yes, baseball. Do you know the contract reference? Like, I, I knew B Rob would contract. love that. I do not know the contract reference. B Rob, explain yeah. the contract. Getting paid until like 2042 or some shit because of the way the contract. He could either take a little bit over an extended period of right. time and a little bit is still a whole lot of money. More it's like $2 million a year, money. right? Yeah. Oh, shit. It is the worst contract in the history of any sport. Unless you're Bobby Boney. Unless you're Bobby Boney. <laughs> <laughs> it's great for him, then. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Look it up, dude. You'll love that. I know he's baseball. Yeah, you should look at that. Just the numbers, you'll just be like, I'm going to have to look at oh that. Oh, my God. It totally didn't cripple Pittsburgh at all. Cause they, oh, they, no, they're they, fine. They've yeah. been perennial you know, world champs right. since. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, man. Who did? Okay, so we talked about dead people. Oh, We've talked about... This is the next one I want to hit. Uh-huh. That I think is kind of important because... I'm scrolling. I've got things touching things over here. What? Yeah. Don't do that. Will you stay on your side of the table, B-Rob. Okay. I want to talk about the movies. Okay. So I'll, you want me to just read them off and then we can kind of hit yeah, what we watch? Okay. What it is, it's, and these are COVID-affected movies. Oh, okay. All these movies that were going to be big releases in the theaters, mm-hmm. and then COVID hit, and they found alternate sources for release, um, like HBO Max or, uh, oh, by the way, I read a really interesting article on HBO Max. The guy, the re- they said the reason that HBO Max has sold from AT&T was because the guy who made this decision to do all the WB movies on HBO Max instead of theaters, they said that was kind of the linchpin. Oh, wow. I thought it was a great decision, personally. Well, for us, it was for a great us, decision. Yeah. yeah. But for them, it was probably terrible. Did, yeah, the, <laughs> I guess WB's not happy. And it, this article so came So this at, was a WB guy or HBO guy? Uh, it was an AT&T guy. AT&T, oh, AT&T guy, okay. yeah. AT&T ah. <clears throat> but... Um, it, the article just came out yesterday, but it's really interesting. It's worth a read just to delve into it because they're saying he fucked up, but it's like, from my point of view, he did great. Yeah. yeah. That'd be worth a Google. Well, yeah. Google or link it in the Google's, Discord, Chris. 
I could do that. Yeah. They, that Chris Nolan, Denny Villeneuve, a bunch of people came out and said, this is awful, awful. And in fact, Denny Villeneuve said that the Dune sequel probably won't happen now because it's not being released in theaters. Now it but is, though. It is now. But they right. just yeah. um, he won. reversed it. Yeah. yeah. And I so mean, theaters are opening back up now. It's going to be released in the theaters. So. Well, come on, AMC stock. 45-day window. They said it's still going to be released on HBO Max 45 days after. Oh, uh, okay. So. Because yeah. they, uh, they're not dumb. They also know where they make a lot of money. Yeah. yeah. My concern is, since I have AT&T phones, does that mean I'm not going to get free HBO Max anymore? I think so. Probably. Because I, when I signed the contract, it said HBO for life. <clears throat> and so I didn't see any small asterisks on there that said. They could, they could change the name of it. As long as we own it. Yeah, or something like that, so. They'll change like one streaming service to be named HBO for Life, and it's just going to be The Sopranos on repeat. <laughs> I'd watch it. I mean, Disney is with this premiere access. I mean, I know there's so many people that say I'm not going to pay that. I'll I pay. Do. I, I pay did it. for I, one. I'll pay. I pay it for everyone that comes out. We did it for Mulan. We mm-hmm. did it for Raya. Uh huh. We're going to do it for Cruella. Yes. Oh, that movie looks so good. Um, we'll do it. I mean, it's, it's fresh content. I do miss going. It. We still go to the theaters, mm-hmm. but it's just. My kids can watch it. I mean, my like, I, over like, over. like I said, my daughter's watched Raya a gajillion times mm-hmm. in her little Raya outfit because it's so easy. Right. And we just bought, I just got the steel book that came out on Tuesday. I own it on digital already. Right. I bought it on Disney Plus. Then I bought it on Vudu. And I just bought the steel book. I spent a hundred bucks on this damn right. movie. Yeah, I just bought the digital too. It's because it's an amazing movie. Right. And we're going to go over that too. All right, Kyle, let's go. Okay. So I'll run through the list really quick so you guys know. Well, we have listed for the uh, COVID-affected movies, and then we can just kind of hit and go. We have Godzilla vs. Kong, Mortal Kombat, Ray and the Last Dragon, Soul, Mulan live action, Tom and Jerry, Quiet Place Part 2, The New Mutants, Peter Rabbit 2, Trolls World Tour, Black Widow, Wonder Woman 84, Scoob, Artemis Fowl, King of State Island, Bob's... I can't help your typos, Chris. I know, I I can't help my typos. King of Staten Island... Uh, is that the... Um, Pete Davidson movie? Yes, yes. Uh, Bob's Burgers, the movie, Forever Purge, Jungle Cruise, The One and Only Ivan, and The Witches. So these are everything that, that uh, Chris did pick, because give him a little shout-out here, because not getting the recognition for it. Chris does our outlines for um, every episode that we sort of follow, kind of. <laughs> Sort of, it, it it's our it pulls us. This is our anchor. It pulls us back when we get really far down rabbit holes, which happens on average like seven times an episode. So this is why we don't have a set script. Yeah, it's because we know we go down these rabbit holes. But these are the most fun to me because we have, I think, the most meaningful, meaningful conversations when we do mm-hmm. that. And most of these movies are out. Some of them are back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, Godzilla, Godzilla versus Kong. I was super excited about this one and. Some people didn't like it. I was not disappointed by it. I really enjoyed it for what it was. It's a monster movie. Yeah, it's a popcorn monster movie. I was reading someone bitching about, might have been on Reddit, saying that you know the actors were secondary, and you know I can't believe that they need to hire new actors because they weren't good. And Millie Bobby Brown didn't do a good job, which I thought she did great in it. And Russell from um, Deadpool too. Mm. <coughs> and then I'm like, you watch the movies for the people. It's a Godzilla, Godzilla movie. It's a Godzilla right. movie. No they need one to be it. able to be eaten at any time. Thank yeah. you. So thank you. I don't know. I I really enjoyed it. I mean, did you guys all watch it? Mm-hmm. 
did you enjoy it for what it was not going and expecting like i mean i, I just enjoyed it period i mean i think <laughs> a lot of the times like the older monster movies it mm-hmm. was enjoy it for what it is but i mean i i enjoyed millie bobby brown i enjoyed I can never remember his name either. I call him Russell. Yeah, from Jojo Rabbit and Deadpool yep. 2. Um, Prison Wallet. I think I think it would have been better <laughs> if, because the, you can see that they're definitely trying to create a Marvel-like MCU mm-hmm. with, with this, so they had to make it connect to the f- uh, former Godzilla and make it connect to the King Kongs. Doesn't Marvel have some interest in certain Godzilla they properties? Own, they own Godzilla. They own Godzilla, okay. Yeah. And so I think... Well, the, the rights to the written, the graphic. Yeah, graphic novel. Okay, okay. Or graphic comics. and comics, yeah. But I think it would have been better as just a standalone popcorn monster and not necessarily, oh, we got to spend 15 minutes talking about this plot point that mm-hmm. was in two other movies. And so it can't come into it just fresh and be like, this is awesome, eat people. Um, you have to watch the other two. I still, I, I understand, you know, why they would do that. But at the same time, I... Personally, would have preferred, but this still didn't take away from the fun aspect of the movie. Just seeing Mechagodzilla. Oh yeah. Okay, was, that was awesome. that version of Mechagodzilla was awesome. Yeah. And I really liked what they did because, um, the early '90s reiteration, um, they created Mechagodzilla from the bones of '54's Godzilla. That's how they brought that back, and I liked the fresh take on this. I just thought it was, I just thought they did a good job. Right. All in all. And my coach was in it. My coach from Friday Night Lights. So. That's right. I started that movie. This movie. I started this Godzilla three times because my son is super into Godzilla, and like two times he fell asleep. The third time he's like, "I've already seen this." I'm like, when'd you watch it? <laughs> and so I guess I'm just gonna have to watch it by myself because he's not gonna watch it. Like I've been saving that because I wanted that experience with the kiddo. Right. Um, kind of same thing with Mortal Kombat. I was wanting to go watch that in theaters. It was play, playing pretty close to where I live. Like, you know, we're not all blessed to be in a great metro area like you three. And so it's a little travel and like some coordination to find. <laughs> what do you say? Choices. 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 Yeah, I know. I know. We can do a whole episode about terrible choices that Kyle has made. But, um, <laughs> we can. Uh, like Mortal Kombat, I was wanting to go watch that in theaters. Like I had some friends lined up, like we'll go watch it in theater together, blah, blah, blah. And that all fell out. And so now I'm just, like, I've missed it. And like, I really wanted to watch it in theaters. I say, it was, I think today's the last day or maybe it was yesterday. I mean, like, don't tell me it was yesterday. <laughs> don't do that to me. I, I was watching something on HBO Max and it said just two days left. And I, oh, for Mortal Kombat? Yeah. I want to say that was like yesterday. So oh, let me definitely check now. it out. Dang it. I'm gonna I, did I miss it? I loved it. I, I did too. I hope I, I didn't was, miss it. Just talk to myself. I want to get sad. She doesn't really like gory and all of that, so I, I was watching by myself, and she was in the back room working on something, so I had my earbuds in and watching it, and like three or four times she came out, and she was like, what are you laughing at? Because <laughs> right. it was like, not the laugh. Like, Kano like, wins. This is stupid laugh. It was, oh, my God, that is so amazing. Laugh, laugh, laugh. Right. Uh, you know, especially when, you know, spines were, Ooh, were taken out and all right, that right. stuff. So. Streaming until May 23rd. Okay, so that's tonight. I go tomorrow. Go. Okay, I still have time. You're welcome. So I watched Thank it you. at home and in the theater. And Which was the, better? The theater. Theater. Theater's yeah, always I mean, better. I think the theater's almost always better. But, uh, yeah, no, it was awesome. I enjoyed it. But my wife sat down and watched it with me. But at the end, she's like, 
if it wasn't for Kano, this movie would suck. Because, but I was like, and she's she's kind of a gamer. I mean, she played. Right. She was a big Halo person, and um, she watch. She does all that stuff. But um, so she played the game because I mean, it's a part of our you know our childhood. Yeah. Oh, one hundred percent. You know, because I remember 100%. like. Oh, my parents gonna buy this game for me. And this one I'm gonna have to find a bootleg copy and hide it every mm-hmm. time somebody comes to clean my room. Or but no, I love the movie. I thought they did it better than it's ever been done before with a couple of just like character things. Mm-hmm. Like Liu Kang. That kind of bothered me. But I can live with it. Right. With what all with the rest of the with the fatalities and just Kano himself. I just So what bothered you about Liu Kang? That it just wasn't he wasn't the, the central guy. I'm used to him being the central guy because he is. I mean he's right. Comics, yeah. um, games, everything. So I can appreciate what they were trying to do, and I love the tie-in to Sub Zero and Scorpion, and then Cole. Mm-hmm. But the new, I mean, just making a character, I, I like that. That doesn't bother me because every game there was a new character created. So that's kind of how I look at that. But yeah, I mean, I was very happy with it. With with that, probably one exception, and the the Liu Kang character that he wasn't. A Central. big focus. Right. Right. When Jax has more of a backstory than Liu Kang, I think I kind of have an issue. Maybe. And then there was no backstory for Raiden. No. So there's the other one. that. So those might have been the only two, but I could, with how they did it mm-hmm. and how they did Melina, mm-hmm. and I mean, I just, I was very happy. And then they had like the little or known characters like the uh, the vampire. See, okay. so her and um, there was one other character that, uh, the general I wasn't familiar with either of those two characters. She was in like that um, Mortal Kombat, like RPG, almost like game that they did. It was like a one-off, and she was a character from there, and that's where she was from. And hardly anyone, that's exactly it, and hardly anyone played that game. Right. That's why no like, I didn't even know it like existed. That, that I'm interested. I appreciate it, though, that they, they're drawing from all aspects. Right. So. And I think the, the big thing Excuse to take me. away from, from that is. <laughs> Uh, B Rob had someone clean his room for him, so he was <laughs> the Ricky Schroeder Silver Spoons riding in on a train. No, it was more come in behind me, tell me what I did wrong <laughs> three or four times because I never did it right. Right, and then switch my TV in my room to like every time I turn on my TV, the 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 Christian Network was on or whatever because everybody Big, felt like I needed good Jesus. old TBN. I know right, mm. up on Melody Mountain was always playing. Um, what's our next one? Uh, so we had Godzilla Kong, Mortal Kombat, Rain and the Last Dragon. So from this, I'm excited about this one. And around the table, one of us had a comment about this movie that really, like, I was going to watch it anyway. It's like it was going to happen. But when B Rob said, "This is the movie that we need as a society right now," it's the movie we needed. Or- this and Ted Lasso. That was my comment. Oh, <laughs> Ted Lasso favorite, and Ryan Last Dragon are the two things the world needs right now. Favorite show of 2020 was Ted Lasso. Agreed. Hands down. Agreed. Was it Hands that down. good? Okay. Yes. It so was My so sister good. told me. Don't be a goldfish. I'm, that's not the line, but I'm telling you, don't be a goldfish. Go watch the movie and remember everything about it. The, uh, even if you don't know soccer. Mm-hmm. I hate soccer. And so I, I'm not on the other side. I, I follow soccer religiously and played it my whole life. So I liked that part of it, and it's true enough to uh, the game that it's, you know, you can enjoy that aspect of it, but you don't have to know anything about soccer to like it. Uh, There's some inside jokes, you know, at one point um, he's coaching on the sidelines and a player gets called off sides and he runs down and yells at the ref, 
why is that offsides? And the referee just kind of looks at me and goes, no, no, really. Why is it offsides? I don't know what that is. Um, <laughs> and so, I mean, just small jokes like that. That's like, oh, that's really funny. Uh, but yeah, you totally have to watch Ted Lasso. It's but, but Riot nailed it. I mean, both of those, I think that's the tone that after 2020 and 2021, how we started, that's the tone I think uh, that more media needs to have. Yeah. Um, because I think we're just tired. We're tired of everything going on and we just need tired of everything negative. Yeah. So yeah. much negativity. That's why I love soul yeah. too. Soul was so good. Oh yeah. Right. Soul was, soul was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. It took me a couple watches cause me and the kids both at first for soul were like, eh. And then next day kids were like, let's watch it again. I was like, really? And then I'm like, okay, I can get on board with this. Yeah. And then I originally, I was like, you know what? I'm, you are not going to sell me on jazz Hollywood. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you can take your La La Land, you can take your Whiplash, you can take all of, you know, everything jazz. I'm not going to buy it. Yes. Yeah, but then once it started getting into, you know, what am I going to be? What what makes me who I am? And really gets into right. some existential shit. It's awesome. It's deep. And it's like, this is for It's kids? way deeper than you thought it was going to be. This is for kids? Come on. Right. Uh, God, I loved it. Yeah. Loved it. I agree. Um. Aquafina in that movie was like she's amazing, and now she's about to become MCU staple. She's about to be canon in MCU with um, Master of Kung Fu, um, Shang Chi. She was great in it, and then my favorite part of this whole movie is the redemption of Kelly Marie Tran. After she got all the... I liked her as Rose. I, I did really too. did. I did too. I thought she was completely underused. Especially in the third one. She got... She got punked. Yeah, JJ just... Um, but I really like how they gave her redemption, and her character was just so relatable. Like, she was going to do anything to restore her dad, her people. It was a good family thing. Like, I really liked the movie. What was the redemption? The redemption for oh, her? the character of Kelly Marie Tran. Just Kelly, Kelly Marie Tran. Okay, sorry, I was like... No, 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 not a writer. <laughs> no, Kelly Marie <laughs> Tran, because... I was she, like, obviously, my comment didn't hit home enough for you know who the hell the character <laughs> was. Okay. But yeah, she got gotcha. so... <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, Ariel was great in that one. Uh, when she uh, put the Glad and Gladiator, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, so. she got so much hate from Star Wars fans yeah. and, and had to... She did. ...delete her social media and everything else, and yeah. it was... Bullshit. Partly because she was a female, partly because she was Asian, partly because of the well, characters, just everything yeah. else in the yeah. character. Yeah. And Star Wars fans are just assholes. You know, wearing their shirts. <laughs> yes. Uh, Me, Chris, Chris, Chris and I are both wearing our Star Wars shirts yep. right now. Uh, Which one are you wearing? Just but, whatever was clean this morning. You know, kind of that whole... <laughs> <laughs> So that's why he's shirtless right now. It says now. I'm a dirty girl on yeah. it for those guys that's watching just this. Hair. He's just wearing a couple of pasties. It's shaved it. Yeah. He has a couple of pasties and that's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, going back to that keyboard warrior thing, mm-hmm. you know, there's this sense of anonymity that, hey, I can be as shitty as I want and not, there's no repercussions. And they don't think about that person on the other side. They don't think yeah. about And she, she was great, I think, in Star Wars, especially the second. Um, of the post trilogy, and for her and Raya to come out to be cast as the lead is a huge redemption. But then also for it to be such a good story and her story within that, mm-hmm. I mean, it's I I really hope she takes off. And I'm a little partial to Asian American women, but 
because uh, my uh, and Chris not and me not a I'm a little Asian woman. yeah not a, not a fetish thing but because of my wife Chris uh, is a beautiful little Asian woman I'm yeah. a pretty girl <laughs> yeah he had to grow out a beard <laughs> it, I, this is my beard I don't know I just so, it's my is that your real? I thought that was just like an Amish beard that yeah. like you bought at Walmart my mom was telling everyone I was Amish <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. For the listeners, uh, picture if Larry Bird tried to grow a beard. Uh, that's what this would be, <laughs> only dark. And it's so not. Big. It's got like ginger in it. <laughs> Larry Bird at, with a beard. Yeah. Oh, my. You're not wrong. I wasn't ready for that. Yeah, his mustache was bad enough when he had one. Bird had the mustache. The pedo stash. The yeah. milk mm-hmm. mustache. But yeah, I, I definitely think Raya is a, a great comeback story for her, and I, I hope it just springboard into more opportunities. Yeah, and I it's just think. yeah, like you said, it's a great story. It's a great empowerment for young girls. I think the only thing is just that that same old Disney story of no mother. Mm-hmm. You know, like maybe a handful of Disney princesses actually have a mom, and you know, so it's just there's always some tragedy tragedy to. Some of the characters, and they didn't play on it this time at all. And that's what I think made it what it was and so different. And that story of hope and not only to get her father back, but to get the world back, mm-hmm. you know. Um, you pair that with Milan and yeah. how um, fierce she was throughout. And it's a female, Asian female-centered story that is is all about her um, coming from, you know, building within her own and, finding the strength of herself to lead and help this country and all of that. And, and I, th- I really like where Disney's going with a right. lot of this. I, I really do. do. Right. I mean, yeah. They're just bringing <coughs> so many different cultures in. You're seeing mm-hmm. so many different people of color and great acting parts. You know, I, I was thinking about this on the way over too. the last time I could really remember a movie that tried to, that had different people um, of different backgrounds and heritages is um, X-Men days of future past. When you had uh, Blink. sunspot blink, mm-hmm. uh, night, uh, I don't know what's his name, uh, the Native American Boo Boo Stewart's character. If you wouldn't have said it, the I could have told you. Right, um, um, if you wouldn't have said anything, I could have told you right off the bat. Thunderbird. No, Thunder. So Thunderbird was his brother. It was. Um, God bless. But him. anyway, so I was thinking about that on the way over he here. He was too. on X Force. Um, so just yeah. that's the last time I could really remember them starting to get more people again. Then they were just bit characters, but. Yeah. That was kind of a start, and then now we're seeing what is it? Ten years later, that you see all these, you know, and even you know, even with Coco, Warpath, yeah. Warpath. So you've got Moana, you got Coco, you've got Soul, you've got Luca, the new one that's coming out. I mean, it's it. They're almost seem like they are trying to make sure it's not just white, right? Female Disney princess, and that's but yeah. We want to reach out because representation. So oh, yeah. important, so important, mm-hmm. and and I love that they're doing that. Coco was amazing. Coco right. was great. Well, yeah, because you look back and you think about. I think about Wreck It Ralph. Ralph breaks the internet when all the princes are. It's all the white girls, <laughs> and then Moana and Tiana. Yep. Yeah. That's it. Yep. So I mean, I think that's really important for everybody to have somebody that they can look up to that looks like him. Oh, Pocahontas. Still Pocahontas. There's three. Yeah. Oh, Mulan. <clears throat> Four. Yeah. So. But is Mulan actually? She's not actually considered a Disney princess, though, is she? I think they're all considered. She has, uh, she has an animal. What would she say? They, yeah. They, animal companion. Animal companion. Because they, for the longest time, that was a debate with her. Yeah. So, 
like if she was or she wasn't. Yeah. But now Princess Leia is a Disney princess, which is awesome. Um, I really want them to go back and show. I think Coda might have brought this up last episode. Um, I really want them to go back and show the cutscenes that they filmed with Leia and um, Rose that they did because they filmed like apparently thirty minutes worth of content of them interacting. Uh, well, and not interacting, but... And Abram said that that's one reason why he kept her back with... And, and Rose, um, I said Rose, I'm, I'm going to call her Rose. Um, but that's what, in interviews, that's what she said, that uh, she was okay with it is because they had filmed so much that she was almost the right-hand person <laughs> to Leia and being able to keep everything going in the background. So... Um, so yeah, I really, I really like the idea that it wasn't necessarily just J.J. Abrams saying, "Oh, Kelly Marie Tran, let's get rid of her," but this idea that we have so much filmed with Princess Leia, and um, so that's where we're going to keep her. We're going to keep her back and do that. I can understand that. Something I kind of want to hit on, <laughs> a little, little off track because that's the norm. But um, you know, we talked about like Rhea being like the movie that we really needed. For 2020, I think we got hit with two movies, at least. I mean, I can think of one more. I don't know if you guys have you guys seen um, uh, Mitchell's versus the Machines yet. If you got kids, you've probably seen it. Watched it for the 16th time this morning before I came over here. Such a good movie, so good. good. Like I, I didn't go into it, and that's one of the Netflix originals. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, we've talked about that. Like they're putting out such good content, and that, like, that's a theater release worthy movie, and you get to watch it at home. Yeah, for no it's, additional money than what you're already paying out right it's now. The minds behind Into the Spider Verse and yep. and Lego. Oh, I, yeah. I guess that I didn't about the Spider Verse. I didn't know that for sure, but you yeah. can tell from the animation. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and so the, seeing that, I was like, I don't know what this movie is, but I am gonna love it. I don't because both of those movies were my favorites of that year. Well, because I'm not very good at thinking for myself, I just saw that it was trending, and that's why I watched it. I figured the kids would want to watch it. I like the animation style from it because it was like uh, cell shady. I guess you could say like it had that 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 uh, cell shade art style. Like if you ever played um, Borderlands, oh yeah, it has that that art style. There was a game we were playing last night called uh, Home Sweet Home Survival that had that kind of cell shaded art style. And I didn't catch it when I was first watching it because I thought it was like full on kind of CGI Pixar style. And then I got to looking really close, like oh okay, they're doing this with it, but. That that movie was another that one hit me pretty good, uh, just because I have a a daughter that's getting older, and she's kind of going through that you know ah uh, dad stage you know. And you look a lot like the main character, so slightly or yes, the main male character. I have way better legs, the dad, but true, true. And no you glasses. have a number three screwdriver in your pocket right now. The uh, number three, what was it? Non-slip. Number three, non-slip. Um, not Stevens. What did he call it? Richardson? No. It was something weird. Yeah. But no, I need to get one now. But yeah, that movie was so like that was, that was another one that I think we needed this year, just like this whole kind of coming together thing. And I've been suggesting that to people to watch it. Like, oh, I need something to watch. Like, watch that. And like, what's it like? It's like, uh, it's kind of like a goofy movie meets Terminator. Like, it's the best way I can describe it. I can see that. But. Well, and the kid brother is hilarious. The kid brother's great. I've been trying to peg his voice down. 
and I guess I could just look it up. But I looked it up, and now I can't remember who it was. Uh, I think Blake Griffin did a voice in that too. Yeah, Blake, he did. Are, are we talking um, Rachel's Earth Machine? Oh, great movie! Yeah, Blake was the um, Omnibot or the 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 Max, the Killer Bots. Mm-hmm. That was him. Yeah, and then okay. Beck Bennett and Fred Armisen as the two robots that yes, helped. Yes, the glitched robots. Maya Rudolph. God, they're so Maya Rudolph. They had a good Mama, cast. Uh, yeah. Danny McBride as the dad. Mm-hmm. You had... Um, oh, the girl from Broad City. Was uh, the, the main main character. Yeah, Abby. Abby Jacobson. Abby, uh, the brother was the guy from... Um, Mike Rionda. Yeah. Gravity he, Falls. Gra- uh, yeah, Gravity, Gravity Falls. Falls. He was the... he. I think he's one of the writers for also it. Also a great show, yeah. Yeah. John Legend and Chrissy Teigen were the uh, the perfect neighbors. The <laughs> yeah, oh, the okay. The Instagram people, yeah. I didn't know who they played. I remember seeing, like, when I watched the scroll at the end, because I just, like, a lot of times I'll, like, pre-screen a movie, like, okay, who's in it, who's this, and then sometimes I just want to go in completely blind, like, not even knowing the plot or whatever, like, okay, that, you know, screenshot or whatever, that thumbnail looks cool, we're just going to watch it, and uh, that's kind of what I did with this one. And then when I saw the credit roll at the end, I was like, oh, they had a lot. Like, I didn't catch all the voices either. Yeah, the kids had already watched it like five times before I got a chance to watch it once with them, so. The dog. That damn dog. Oh, that was actually Doug pink, the Pub, too. Pink, yeah. dog, bread. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Loaf of bread. Like, uh, dog, pig, dog, sure pig, dog, could. pig. I walked in at the end of this, but that was probably one of the best movies I've seen. Like, seriously. Like, just it was just a feel-good movie the entire mm-hmm. way. Right. Like, wasn't gross humor, wasn't, it just. It was just a great movie. Just really enjoyable. Just be prepared and always carry a screwdriver. Yep. <laughs> well, I, I think it's really interesting, going back to kind of what we were talking about a little bit before, the way our society mirrors and the art that mirrors what our society is going through and then also what we need. So you have the 60s, and the 60s is, you know, the summer of love and 69 and everything going on, and then you have all of those gritty directors, the Francis Ford Coppola's and the – you know, all of that style that came out. And so the Serpico's and, and everything else is this gritty 70s cinema. Right. And then you get into the 80s, and then we have this, you know, yuppie, the Wall Streets, the greed. We also have, you know, some fun Goonies and Gremlins and things like that. Weird science. Right. Yeah, weird science. And so I, oh, yeah. it's a lot of it's looking at and kind of mirroring what we are as a society and what we need. And so I'm hoping that with, with Raya, with Mitchell vs. Machines, with a lot of these that are coming out, that Hollywood is like, look, we've been through shit. We've been through a lot of shit. Right. So let's let's not necessarily have a bunch of these downer movies and things like that, but let's have something that's reaffirming. Let's have something right. that is good for society and not necessarily, yeah. you know, nothing against the Joker. But, right. you know, I can only, I'm probably only going to watch that once more in my lifetime, honestly. I agree. But Mitchell versus Machines, I'll probably watch that again right. today. Uh, you know, Raya, I'll probably watch that again at, you know, within the week or so. Yeah. And so I, there should be, I think, some monetary ideas put behind, right. hey, let's make some feel good. That's going to be good for the whole family. And that's going to be actually funny and well-written and I think there's monetarily there's something behind right. that too. That's a really good point. That you can you know, that was a perfect example of the Joker because you know that is it was a great movie, phenomenal movie. I prob I've only watched it once. Me too. Um, and then I'm thinking about like the morning show and how it pretty much was just a, you know, another version of what Matt Lauer did, right. 
on um, was it today or today, the today it was on Apple Plus. I probably will never go back and binge watch that season. Right. I watched it all and it was an amazing show. And you know, season two I'll probably watch, but it's just it, but to your point, you you watch something and it's really good, but it doesn't have that staying power yeah. to be what rewatch and become that cultural icon yeah. like Goonies, like I yeah. think Raya yeah. is going to be Army of the Dead, Army of the Dead, Ted Lasso, Ted Lasso, yeah, that's what I'm going to say. Like most of those examples we gave, though, were from when we were younger, right, right. So these that some of these that we're talking about now, like talking about Joker and a few others that, like, those may be culturally significant for the generation below us. That may be something that they're watching over and over again, or that really sticks with right. them. Yeah, you know, we we're just uh, kind of tired of some of the shit, and we want to feel good for a little bit. So it's not hitting with us, like it may, but it may be hitting a well, a different generation, about, different. We talked about the seventies, and I loved, you know, the seventies with the Scarface. Yeah, I mean, I can't name a whole lot of those movies that I've just well watched and watched. I mean, Goodfellas, which is probably we think that's eighties, but uh, Scarface is one I'll watch religiously. Serpico, <laughs> but other than that, and like. You know, the Godfathers, I love the movies. That's not something I go back and just constantly rewatch. Right. So, it, although it's amazing, it's mm-hmm. Oscar-worthy, amazing starting point for so many actors, there's just there's just some of these cultural, iconic movies that you you ask everyday person, they've probably watched only four to five times, and I would say my dad has probably only watched it, maybe if not that many yeah. times. You think some of those, like especially in that era, sometimes like late 70s, 80s in there um when we were all collectively younger like our group here we were we didn't have access to what we have now right now we can watch anything at any time whenever we want bam what we had when we were younger is whatever we had either on vhs or what we could get from blockbuster or whatever your local movie rental thing was and you kind of you stuck with what you liked because you know mom would only let you rent one movie a week if you were lucky that kind of thing. You knew, I like this movie. We don't own this movie. I'm going to rent this movie again. Literally going to Blockbuster. Yeah. And so. Or what was on cable. Yeah, well, yeah. some of us. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I didn't have satellite until I was in high school. I Silver, I think right like right at the end of high Silver school. Spoons B-Rob had a movie theater <laughs> in his house. His butler brought him out the cassette, the VHS tape on platter. Go, what would you like no, today, it, it was one of my siblings wearing a butler uniform. <laughs> Are, Which Ninja Turtles for you tonight, sir? One, two, or three? Turtles in Time? Uh, great choice. I feel like Vanilla Ice. Let's go with two. <laughs> but I think, like you're saying, even getting older, like you think of like Shawshank Redemption. I will watch that at any yeah. point. Oh, yeah. If it's on, and, like and if I'm flipping through or I see, like, yeah. yep, that's what we're watching. And that's a, a redeeming movie. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Princess Bride. Or oh, oh, yes. Different movies that are like, okay, I'm going to watch that again. I don't care where it is in the movie. Like if it's on, I'm like, okay, I got an hour. I'll sit down and and watch. But yeah, Scarface comes on or Godfather, and they're great movies. But I'm not like, yeah, yeah I'm gonna watch this. I think so, but Shawshank is one of those that you just don't turn off. Princess Bride is one of those that you just like. We watched Princess Bride through this week, I think, and I just realized like my daughter had never watched the whole thing, and uh, it's like, yeah, we're watching this. And um, so what would be another one? Top Gun. Top Gun. Labyrinth. Labyrinth, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it. The Goonies is one for me. Goonies, yes. Definitely Goonies. Um, another one for me is Transformers, the movie, oh, 86. Yeah. 
That's on. I'll watch it. G.I. Joe, the movie is probably G. mine. Yes. Yeah, yes. The old animated one? Yeah. Yes. Because oh, yeah. I thought Duke was going to die. Yeah. He was so supposed to die. We've talked about yeah, that. He was yeah. supposed to die. So are you saying Transformers 86 or Transformers? Transformers 86. Okay, good. Okay, good. You know, no, no, not Michael Bay Transformers. The first Michael Bay is okay. Hey, it's I, okay. You know, I, it's, I, it's I still bad. will watch up the first three. I'll, the, I'll watch the first three if they're on regardless. I like one, two, one and two. Three, I have to be in the mood for. Yeah. All right. But 86. Just I'm hearing like, that. Yes. I, I remember hearing that theater, and I literally thought I got a boner. I was like... <laughs> That is the most amazing thing I've did ever Did you have seen. to thank you, Dad? I mean, you can check that, like, you're pretty like, easily. When you're old, you have to wonder, is it a boner? Did I crap my pants? <laughs> What's up? What's going on? So Do I have to pee? He was on a date and he had a bucket of popcorn. So, so that's the most amazing thing. Out. Is your boner the most amazing thing? Is that what <laughs> you're to get one? Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, we are 30 to 40-something-year-olds. <laughs> that happened. Yeah, like, Dumb and Dumber and, yeah. and movies like that are also one. Yeah. That. Well, and I think it says a lot, too, when you go back and, like, if you look at our libraries today, mm-hmm. What what's in there that's old that's from our childhood or what is all just stuff that stuck with us or, or it's the new right. stuff, you know what I mean? Mine was probably like the original, you know, Ninja Turtles trilogy. Actually like three better than I did two. Um always had to have in some form um Indiana Jones. Um up to the last crusade. After that, you know, whatever. Um that's what I have in there. I mean Indiana Jones was big. I watched Indiana and I think that goes back to like a memory of maybe eight, nine, somewhere in there. And um, the lady that babysat me and my brother had Temple of Doom. And that's my favorite one, which is like generally regarded as the worst one of the three. My favorite one but that's my favorite one because that's the one I watched over and over and over again because she only had like three movies. So I'm like, okay, we're watching Indiana Jones. That's, so. That should be you and Chris's um, go back. He should call you Dr. Jones. Halloween costume, Wait, short the, round. God damn it! Why do I get to be jump. short round? Because <laughs> you're short and you're round. Oh yeah, good point. Ah, um, so there you go. I, I can't argue with either of that logic. <laughs> logic is hard to argue with. It Chris. is. Um, so <laughs> I'm looking at my queue here. I've actually gave Kyle access to my queue. Um, any of the rank and <laughs> my boot. brag. And you were just yeah. talking no, about a prison wallet. My prison wallet. I gave him access to my prison wallet. He <laughs> likes it. Um, what exactly is a prison wallet? Can you explain? Uh, it, do we want to? I, I don't know if I want to get into that right now. Oh, no, don't get into the prison wallet. That's what she said. Um, is that we have one of those? Is that button on there? It is somewhere. Why is it not on page one? Page one's the all right. So have Kyle say that again. What did I say? Let's not get into that prison wallet. Yeah, let's not. Uh, gotta say that that one. Yeah, let's not get into that prison wallet. That's what she said. Woo! <laughs> okay. Oh, it's Bender. Yeah, nice. it's Bender. Uh-huh. Um, so a lot of the ones that I'll always go back and watch, I'm look, looking at my queue here, is the old Rankin and Bass, like the year without Santa Claus, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, like over the holidays. I've gotten my kids into those. We'll watch right. those religiously just because they're great old movies. Um, Elf is another one for oh, me yeah. um, that has high replay value. Like, if it comes on, I will stop everything to watch it. Um, th- those are just like some of the ones, and it seems like it's those old movies, Back to the Future. Um, yeah, The Hobbit, the Rankin and Bass Hobbit. Right. Oh, the animated. The animated. Yes. Oh, I love that one. Um, for me, is uh, another one's rad because I just love that right. one so much. Um, <sighs> I'm telling you, you. you I watched that? it. You made me watch it. I watched it with my daughter, and she left halfway through. 
She's smart. She is. You're, you both suck. It's a great movie. It's, it's amazing. amazing. Sound, sound like uh, Tom Holland. Hey, did you guys <laughs> ever watch that really old movie, Empire Strikes Back? <laughs> and then, like, um, oh, like, and of course, any of the Disney movies, like the animated, right. they're there. But for me and my kids also, it's um, Studio Ghibli. Um, Totoro, Kiki's Delivery Service. Um, your daughter would love it. They they always have. I think meanings. you would like it. Yeah, I actually think mm. you might. They have deep meanings. Like um, some of them are, you know, don't abuse the planet. Some of them are, um, be careful what you wish for. Be thankful for what you have. Um, appreciate your family. They always have a huge family meaning to it. It's not overly anime to where it's because yeah. there are some there's some anime mm-hmm. that's overly anime, <laughs> you know. But they're really good. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. These are actually really good, and, and I think your daughter would love it. I really yeah. do. I got my kids. Uh, I got my daughter started watching those because I think Spirited Away was the first one I watched. Like back in college, it's kind of drunk, and then it took me years to figure out what the movie was I was watching that night. That's a good gateway. Mm-hmm. And uh, then I watched that. And I was like, okay, there's a there's more of these. And so we started watching them. I got my daughter watching them. She got really into those. And then she got really into like the rest of anime in general. Um, we kind of touched on TV of the past year too, but TV was a lot more rough. I think this year because they couldn't film a lot of new stuff. One here. Really? I mean, I feel like the, I feel like the only thing that really stands out to me that was horrible was the last episode of the blacklist when it's like going between some of the film scenes that were filmed to like a rough animated blackboard type deal that was just strange that's yeah because it was like you'd see liz liz is talking to red and then all of a sudden it cuts to a scene where she's it's like at the sims and it's it was bad bad. so that's really the only thing because i feel like so much good content has come out and and new things, whether it was um, so I'm, I'm man, uh, the man. Con- oh God, I can't think of the name of it now. That on Apple TV for for all mankind. For all mankind, that was amazing. So I'm not talking. Let, let me let me uh, clarify this. What I'm talking about more like I'm talking like um, network TV, that kind of TV. That whole the content for the pay for subscription that excelled to yeah. me. That's where we had our WandaVisions. We had our Falcons and the right. Winter Soldier. We had um, the Ted Lassos. Yeah. yeah. That excelled. Even Be- Tiger Kings and, and Oh, yeah. Oh, and your Tiger, Tiger Kings. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot that did come out in the middle of the pandemic. Um, that's really what we needed. Actually, it is. That's, that's what Oklahoma needed. Right. Really. It's <laughs> just a further every damn stereotype. Uh, and they're mostly accurate. I know, but I, <laughs> I know other people know that. Shit. But th- that's more what I'm talking about. Dang. Because <laughs> yeah. now I'm racking my brain to think about what came out. See, I don't watch a lot of network TV that's anymore. See, unless that's it, my I, point. I was going to say that. I think that's what Chris yeah. is saying yeah. is that if we have to rack our brain about what. I mean, because I've been anticipating Yellowstone, which comes out next month. Right. Because that ended 2020. See, I haven't even went down that rabbit hole yet. Like, I've you refused to. to. You need to. Yeah, oh, God. It's amazing. Son of a bitch. Okay. Okay. We'll move on. Uh, so. Uh, that was movies. movies. We had comics the past year. We had. Okay. These were the uh, COVID movies. Yeah. Kind of hit there. Let's go down. I mean, I think we hit that pretty good. Uh, comics of the past year. Okay. So. 
do you think there's been like a mini comic revival? Not just because okay, MC Marvel kicked it off, right? Obviously, I mean we can't you can't deny that DC has been doing it forever. I think Marvel really, and we talked about this. Um, I can't remember which one we did with you guys. If it was you, or you, one of you guys, we did it. But Spider Man meme. <laughs> <laughs> We're all pointing at each other right now. So yeah, but the um, I, DC was always there with Batman, always. But DC always had Batman, like that was the staple. Marvel took it to another level with all these other characters and all these other storylines and stuff. And so I think that really really kicked it off to making comics more mainstream. I know it, it was enough to kick my interest uh, into high gear to finding things to read and stuff now that, you know, there's there's been a push for it, like, and not just from the comic side, but from the TV and, and movie side because you're seeing, you know, The Boys, you're seeing, uh, what's the one on Amazon? Invincible. Preacher, The Boys. Preacher. I think that's... With DC, one thing that they really capitalized on before Marvel was the graphic novel. Was yeah, absolutely. You know, Kingdom Come. It was the Red Sun. It was, um, I mean, Dark Knight, of course. Um, August Halloween. Yes, and so then you've got the boys. You've got a lot of these things that have come in Preacher, mm-hmm. that Walking are, Dead. are Walking Dead. Yes, yeah. that um, the other Kirkman was basically set up by this idea of having these graphic novels that can so easily translate into movies or TV shows. And so I'm glad that Marvel is starting to catch up, you know, basically starting with Civil War. Um, And then, you know, that, of course, becoming Captain America 3. Um, But then I think they're they're starting to come along, too. And so, yeah, I I definitely think you're you're on the – you're right about how Marvel is – saw what was going on and said, okay, well, we're, we're Marvel. We now have millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. So we're going to now... Um, Thank you, Papa Mouse. Yeah, overtake yeah. this. Well, like, and, and like what Chris has for the headline right now is comics of the past year. What I'm thinking, I'm going to take a different spin on this from my, what I think you were intending is that it may not necessarily, you know, with the pandemic, with everybody locked down and with all this content coming out that we can watch... Comics of the past year may not necessarily be um, comics that were released right. the past year. I think there's a lot of people discovering things. They're going down these rabbit holes that, you know, me personally, I started doing a few years ago, going down these rabbit holes. Because I mean, you get uh, Lock and Key mm-hmm. on Netflix. You know, I still haven't got to watch, but I've, I've read the first volume a while back. And, really and what's killing me with that is, like, I want to read – the entire series before I watch the show so I can critique the shit out of it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, but I know Lock and Key Volume 1, I've read that like two or three times, and it's great. Like, you could see so much potential there for something, and Netflix jumped on it. Netflix is jumping on so much. Oh, Shadow and Bone. Shadow and, oh, Shadow and Bone was so good. I haven't got to watch it yet. That's well, like, and they, they signed that contract with Mark Millar that um, – so, who created Kick-Ass, uh, another graphic novel, and uh, Kingsman, another graphic novel, uh, comic slash graphic novel, and, and Jupiter's Legacy. I don't know if you've seen that yet. I, I haven't, haven't but I've read about it. It's good. I, I, I really liked it. Uh, I heard, like, who just, I don't know if it was Chris, or I read it somewhere that it's, it's like Netflix's answer to The Boys. Like, it's The Boys Light-ish. It, it's The Boys Light-ish, and the, it's the golden, they're the golden age of superheroes. Yeah, kind of not really. It's if you 
it's not as bloody and um, anti-superhero as what boys, because boys is pretty much anti-superhero. Um, this is more of what if Jupiter's legacy, that is, is more of like, you know, what happens when the younger generation comes up through the ranks and, uh, you know, can we, can we continue this golden age idea of, you know, Superman's always going to do what's right. Yeah. What about Superman's kid in, in, in 2021 with everything going on? So it, it, there is some shades of boys in there, but I think I would be closer to invincible than it would be really. Yeah. Than it would be uh, the boys. So invincible gets really bad. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in the way that Invincible focuses in on the younger, okay, that's that's where you're going. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Not necessarily, you know, what happens, plot point by plot point, but it's focusing on the newer generation, right. and that's what Jupiter's legacy is talking about. That legacy of what carries on and the code. Um, so I, I would definitely recommend it, but it's it's on my list. There's there's so much content out there that started with the comics that are. And I think the, the great thing about comics during pandemic is it's really pushed that digital comic yeah. and that platform forward. So Marvel Unlimited, DC Unlimited, um, or DC Online, I think is what's called. Um, so it's pushing all of that forward to where you have access to so much more than if you just went to your local comic book shop right. and had your pull list. Um so I yeah I think it's 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 worth a watch though yeah and and pandemic strangely enough to say I think has been good probably for comics for the digital side of it and that's that's where I've str- like I like to actually hold the book in my hand but it's just a, an, another one of those things where I live I can't just like pop into a comic shop I would love to be able to pop into a shop and just pull something off the shelf and take that home I have to you know shop it online get recommendations from Chris and then I usually end up going digital. And, you know, reading it when I can, but I, I'm like, I like to actually have it, you know, and um, it's just kind of like video games. Like, everything's going digital. Uh, hard copies are always going to, well, I won't say they'll always be a thing, but they're... They're making a resurgence. Oh, well, yeah. I, I refuse to buy anything that's not a hard copy, honestly. They're they're making a resurgence. And, yeah. I mean, he's... Well, and you're going to spend the same amount. For a game, you're going to spend the same amount. Yeah, well, that, plus you got to buy... You already have to have so much extra for, like... My son's Nintendo Switch. You have to buy so much extra storage and yep. everything for that. So, yep. Um, hmm. So, I got a question, and, yeah. and that'll help maybe push us. I know we got that hard stuff. Yeah, we got so we what? Got so, as far as TV, what is something that everybody is looking forward to coming up? Is it coming up too? Um, I need to think about that one. Um, so, I've got a couple. I'll, yeah, I'll go, yeah go ahead and leave so, off. So Titans coming out on HBO, the, the third season. And they just announced it in August, I, I believe. Yeah, for August. I'm super excited about that because yes. I think that's we're going to see uh, Jason Todd turn into the Red, Red Hood. Hood. They've already said uh, um, Red Robin's supposed to make an appearance. So I'm too. super excited about that one. And then um, Disney Plus working on their Percy Jackson series. Oh. So those are probably to is the TV. Like, and then Yellowstone coming out right. next month. So the Percy Jackson thing, is that going to be a... <clears throat> like it's a full-on reboot of the movies? Yeah, so it's supposed to be over the entire first series of books. Okay. Nice. And then hopefully they transition that to, uh, the, was it the Heroes of Olympus, Heroes I think Olympus, is the next right. set. So 
Um, and then maybe build off of that and do the Magnus Chase, do the Kane, Kane Chronicles, Chronicles right. all of that. But how, how many movies were are there already though? Two, two, two? okay. Two. Had, and uh, then they just Lightning kind of Thief and then the Sea of Monsters. Sea of Monsters tanked it. Yeah, it was awful. So will these be picking up after that, or is it just no, a whole a total, new? It's a total reboot. Okay. Um, and they're getting actors young enough that would be able to carry it through the entire series. Is what I've what Which I've read. Awesome. That's key with so many of these shows that are based off of some type of fit, you know books or comics or whatever that you have your your actors aging out. You look at Carl with The Walking Dead. Like right. but he's like 30 now. So well, I thought that, I thought the original casting for Percy Jackson was amazing, but mm-hmm. once you see um Annabeth's boobs on uh, True Detective, True it's kind of hard to go back to that. So um I thought his name was Let me Coral. make a note of that. I thought his name was Coral. 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 <laughs> Uh, Justin, do you have any? Well, the the Modoc was one that I was really looking forward to, and it yeah, just Modoc. just came out yesterday. Oh, was it yesterday? Uh, yeah. Patton Oswalt, right? So yeah, the first first two episodes came out yesterday. So that's that's what I was looking for because I'm I'm jonesing for the Marvel content, but I also want that funny, and it's the robot chicken right version of Marvel, and it's so I watched the first one. I haven't watched the second one yet. Uh, and you had me a robot chicken. Yeah. So it, okay, it's, how it's was good. the first one? Um, I I liked it. It was some it of the jokes didn't goofy? land. It was goofy, and some of the jokes didn't land. Um, but for the most part, you know, I'd give it four out of five stars. Or really, whatever. Uh, that's um, our list to watch. We need a rating system. But that actually yeah. for the second year, yeah, you should have three out of four nerd thumbs. I don't know. Uh, what's a nerd? Prison wallets. Yeah, prison wallet. There you go. There you go. The narcs. The the prison wallets. But uh, four beards. Yeah. You know, yeah. Oh, this okay. So okay. So we'll have the progression. Like, is it a B Rob? Is it a Justin? Is it? Okay, I mean, I'll take top. Right. Top, you know, whatever. Right, you yeah. I mean, I have to. Yeah. I've always heard. Top. I've always heard you're a top anyway. So. Ah. Um, but the uh, the I. That's what she said. There Woo! you go. We'll take that noise. <laughs> uh, but anytime you watch the first episode of any any anything, uh, of course, it's not going to be as good as. Once you start right, getting the right, characters right. and all that, so that's why I, I haven't finished Clone Wars. I was so. actually really, really happy with it, and and like Bad Batch. <laughs> You're just shaking his head. At Speaking me. of Clone Wars, Bad Batch, I've loved Bad Batch. Yes, yes. I have too. So I've really good. enjoyed Bad I Batch. Really. So a lot of the stuff I was looking forward to is out right now. <laughs> and the Mandalorian. I mean, yeah, oh, season yeah. two. Oh yeah. I'm sorry, the book of Boba Fett is probably the next thing. Yeah. But yeah, I'm Mandalorian's going to be 2022. Yeah. Yeah, and because Book of Boba Fett's supposed to be December, right? Mm-hmm. Oh. Which and they said that's only three episodes too, from what I heard. Really, they're doing like three. They're really doing long. Sick of these really short seasons. <laughs> I am too, but you know, but because that's just carried over to everything. Like yeah. the Mayans MC was even a super short season. So I mean, it's I like it because I can, I can actually finish it. Like I can sit through and get oh, yeah. get it done. And yet you still don't have time to watch the Clone Wars. No, I don't. I I it's need to. So good. Clone Wars is yeah, so good. So, so good. Then you get down the rabbit hole of Rebels, which Rebels, uh, Rebels was amazing. Rebels was yeah, so Rebels was one of my favorite series. I couldn't get into Resistance. Mm. I like Resistance for what it is, just a completely out there take of something. I've tried, and I and T just, just can't do, do it. it. And it it's not everyone's cup of tea. It's really not. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's not like Mystery Science Theater for me, but it's it's, it's probably yeah. Right, it's, it's pretty we're going to convert you eventually. We'll get you there. Actually. I think this is one we will lose on this one. No, I am. With I will. known B Rob like I do, I think we will lose on this. I one. really tried. I mean, I he listened did. to the whole podcast, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to try it again. And 
I tried like six episodes and just. Good which day. okay? Well, Did we give him six. good? No, we need to. Justin okay. will help us. We'll come up with a list. Yeah, and that might help. Okay. Yeah, because one. I'll give it one more good old college try. Because Mitchell is a classic. Mitchell's a classic. I mean, Space no, Mutiny, Overdrawn to Memory Bank. Oh, we're talking about Mystery Science. I thought we were talking about Resistance. Still, <laughs> we went. We. <laughs> so Mystery Science, you couldn't get into. Yeah, he oh, couldn't get into Mystery Science. Sh- we've no, tried. I've got so much stuff to give you then. <laughs> uh, I've got literally. You guys cannot see how lit up Justin's eyes <laughs> just look like. I've got a stack of, of DVDs and Blu-rays as tall as me. Literally. Uh, that. I'm down. I'll give it a try. So. Yeah, he will. He's oh, give it a try. And you said your kiddo liked um, Godzilla. Mm-hmm. I've got uh, a whole uh, pack. That's the Mechazilla and, and all of that. Uh, that's awesome. And so, yeah. We'll. We'll get you. Um, uh, TV I'm looking forward to is going to be the uh, Marvel What If, What yeah. If series. Yeah, what If. Mm-hmm. So, I'm I'm I like alternate timeline things. I like I mean just the concept of that. Um, really appeals to me. Um, I think there was an article not very. Let's see, what was the article about? Uh, I've already forgot it, but like the whole idea of um, because you have the multiverses and everything, and and you look back at the console. Well, this happened in this universe, but this happened in this this universe, and somebody that just is not going to be able to go back and dive into all of that. I know it's not going to be the same thing. Um, allegedly, I don't know. They may be. They're going to hit on some of that. Yeah, there were some of those were some of the best comics yeah. I've yeah. read. Yeah, to this day. To this day. Yeah. This is the what if series. Okay, so the oh yeah, that, that that was its own thing. Okay, so yeah, I'm that probably more than anything is is what I'm excited for just because that's what I'm involved in right now. Like something will probably get my attention in a week mm-hmm. and then I'll forget about it. But right now, that's that's where I'm at. I'm looking forward to Titans season three. Um, just because I really enjoyed Titans. I really did. Like season one was a little rough. Season two was phenomenal. I think season three is going to be the best one. Stargirl season two, even though I am deathly afraid of that right now, right. I have a feeling the CW is going to bastardize it. Yeah, probably. But I, I mean, that was the to date the best version of Solomon Grundy anybody's done. It was. And I love that version. And Stargirl was great. Everything about that show was great. And I like Luke Wilson. I think he's. He did great as Pat. Um, I even liked um, Courtney, I liked her character. Like, even though she was bratty, like, it was the good kind of bratty. It was the bratty right. that got you into the show. Um, Loki. Yeah. Really looking oh, forward yeah, to that. We That's two, that. we're two weeks away. Oh, Love, Death, and Robots 2, season two. Season two. I haven't got to watch it. that yet. I finished I've, one. I've watched got to it. the first one. What, was it not as good as the first Does it season? fall off? Like, I know they don't link. I got through one episode. Yeah. It... And it's only like six episodes versus yeah, 18. and they're 12 minutes long, so you can easily power through it. Right. Yeah. But the first season, man, I loved it. It was great. Loved it. Mm-hmm. And this season, I'm like, it, it, I think it tried to be too much Black Mirror. Oh. And okay. It's, it's not awful, but at the same time, it's not. Something else I started and didn't finish with Black Mirror. But. Um, <laughs> uh, There's a theme going here, if you haven't picked yeah, up on it. Yeah, tell. okay. <laughs> the ending of Castlevania, the Netflix animated sh- series. I'm almost through that right now. I haven't um, started it yet, but I'm looking forward to it. It's it's closing up a lot of the questions you had. Right. And it's just as bloody as the first, if not bloodier. Um, the Resident Evil TV show, series that's starting next month, if you guys haven't seen that, 
it follows Leon, it's got Chris, it's got all your classic characters in it. Um, go watch the trailer. It but, looks fucking fantastic. Well, you need to watch Sweet Home then. The original Sweet, Sweet Home. Sweet Home, I need, okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll link that for you. Uh, yes, Sweet the, Home Alabama? <laughs> no, okay, so <laughs> I, I went down a rabbit hole last night on... Um, Porn. Porn. Um, no, we were playing. What were we playing? That was later. That was a different yeah. thing. We were playing. It was, uh, called, it was called Sit on My Thumb. To mm-hmm. say um, porn and then what were we playing? It does like, not. Things happen. Yeah, it was a prison wallet thing. We were playing Ghostbusters, uh, Chris and Kyle Afterlife. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we crossed the streams. Crossed the streams. <laughs> <laughs> and we were playing a game called Sweet, Sweet Home. Home. Sweet Home Sur- Survival? Survival. Yeah. And we were trying to figure, or Home Sweet Home Survival, or something like that. Yeah. We're like, where did this come from? Like, we've heard this name before, and it was uh, like a either Thai or Japanese, some um, theme behind it's it. Thai. Like a, thai, okay. And like, we knew there was a, a TV series that we had heard somewhere before. So I went down a rabbit hole of looking, like after we got through playing last night, and found the series that we were talking about, which is actually on Netflix. And then um, through the rabbit hole that this. Uh, I don't know what you would call it. I guess that title, Sweet Home, was actually the name of a uh, uh, Famicom uh, horror game in the late 80s, which was based on a movie called Sweet Home. So Sweet Home was the movie which inspired the game made by Capcom, which inspired the re- or Resident Evil, which was originally supposed to be a remake of Sweet Home. And so I started watching the original movie last night. He really got down there. The, the original movie is Korean, right? Uh, Japanese. Okay. As soon as I thought it was part of the Korean horror. So, now, I think the TV series is. So, okay. So, the one that I have told you to watch, Home Sweet Home, is South Korean, which is based off of ah, this series. Okay. Because it's the one people turn into monsters based off of their whatever their deepest desires are. Right. Mm-hmm. Like this one guy died by all the monsters trying to reach out for his son. So, he had a normal body, but he had these arms. His monster form re- could reach around. Dude, um, Which one is it? You missed that. Um, could reach around like the entire. Thank you. The yep. entire building, like, and grab you from anywhere. Yeah. Like one guy, um, he was a voyeur. He turned into a giant eyeball with wings. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it, it just an interesting concept. Just very well written stuff. I think they, they've got to all be influenced by one or the other because that name is just too specific for I a horror, the same. for like Asian horror genre. But uh, Sweet Home. Uh, the movie which came out, like I watched half of it last night, then I fell asleep. It like it made me jump a few times. Like it had some of that good eighties, yeah. like yeah. late eighties horror yeah. movie feel, but and it was cheesy. But a couple of the jump scares like got my ass. And I don't. I'm all for cheesy. I like to say I don't scare easy, but we played enough horror games together that I I, I yell a lot. And pretty, I yeah. <clears throat> I'm just wondering when are they when they're finally going to bring in Reese Witherspoon for that crossover. Bring in the American audience. Soon. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then uh, another one I'm really looking forward to is Miss Marvel. Um, the Because, you know, it's being filmed right now. Um, and I think She-Hulk's this year, too. Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to Miss Marvel because that's, they said, direct tie-in to Young Avengers. Um, they're hinting at a movie. I don't know if it's going to be a TV show or not. Um, and I'm, I'm iffy on the Hawkeye. I think it. I think it has the potential to be great, but I just don't know because I haven't read much about it. Haley, anything with Haley Stanfield, I'm in. Agreed. Yeah. I think. I think that might have the after Falcon and Winter Soldier and Loki. That might be the 
might have been the next one I was the most excited about because of her and because of Renner and the handoff to Kate Bishop. Right. So, yeah. so those those are the ones I'm really, really lo- – TV shows I'm really looking forward to this year. What about movies? Movies, Eternals, um, Chang-Chi. I'm looking forward to that one. Um, we actually have a list of stuff. I was looking at here. Um, <laughs> Shang-Chi I'm really, really looking forward to. I'm actually looking forward to the new Ghostbusters. A fresh take, the afterlife. Takes place in Oklahoma. Yeah. yeah. Right. I'm, I'm That's been in production for like Ivan four Ivan years. Ivan. Yeah. yeah. By his son. So, um, Why well, War, the one that I'm most excited about. Black Widow. It's, uh, did you see that they're talking um, that they're going to have all the Guardians in there? Not Guardians of the Galaxy, but the Soviet Guardians, like um, oh, Crimson Dynamo. Um, what's the other one? Uh, Which one is this? Uh, Black, Black Widow. Widow. Okay. Um, that one. I just want. I'm really wondering if they're gonna let. Um, uh, what's her name? Uh, Pugh's Florence Pugh's character take up the mantle and be in yeah, the Avengers. The new, be in the, when the new Black Widow and the Avengers. I have a feeling they will. Just, I, I have nothing to base this on. This is just gut feeling. I think they will. They as just, hot as she is right now. It'd be stupid not to. Because, um, I mean, and she's amazing. I mm-hmm. mean, she she's did great. that biotic uh, fighting with my family about Paige. Yes, yes. Um, she was great at that. Uh, she was amazing. And Little Women, she was yeah. amazing. <clears throat> she got an Academy nomination for Little Women, and she was yeah. in Midsommar. And that was a, a great Zoolander mm-hmm. callback. She's right. so hot right now. Um. Looking off this list that Chris has, probably the two that really catch my eye Spider-Man. of movies that are coming out. Well, Spider-Man, but Snake Eyes is the one. Snake Deadpool Eyes, 3 no. and Blade. That looks awesome, yeah. yeah. Deadpool 3 and Blade are probably really, that's this year, though. That's yeah. further on yeah. down That's line. further on yeah. down. That's, Did I scroll too far down? Yeah. I scroll too Black far Widow down. and Snake Eyes are probably my <laughs> two, because Snake Eyes was just, that was my dude, man. Oh, and, man. Well, and this is totally. free him getting his vocal cords cut, too. See, and there's, yeah, somebody, I saw a post about, <clears throat> why, why is he talking? Why is he this? And, um, and then there was just an argument about, you know, was it because of the, that, did he lose his voice because of the vow of silence he took after his sensei, or was it because of when that, um, the helicopter blew up and he got his vocal cords? So there's this huge argument, mm-hmm. and I'm like, well, you're all right to an extent? So... Um, I, would, I would really like to just see them <coughs> establish a really solid G.I. Joe universe right. because what was before. So weak. And I, I liked it, but oh, it just it, yeah. fell just short. Yeah, the, it, was, it wasn't G.I. Joe. It was an action movie that had a G.I. Joe name. Right. And mm-hmm. it, it just wasn't G.I. Joe to me. Right. And, right. and that's the kid that. Yeah, you know, the more you know, I watched. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it felt like the Transformers version of GI Joe. Yeah. When I found out we were having a boy, that's the first thing I did. Went out and bought hard copies of every season of GI Joe, He Man, Thundercats, nice. everything. Um, because I was so like, were you gonna name him Lionel? Duke, Duke, uh, Flint, Snake Eyes, Roblox, Tunnel Roblox. Rat. Roblox. Yeah. There you go. And teach him to only speak and <laughs> rhyme. Teach him how to cook. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. First day at kindergarten. Go on, Tunnel Rat. Let's see what. <laughs> Pyro. Um, so is is Storm Shadow in that movie? That's not by Young Young Kim, is it? Or the guy from the original? Is it? Is, uh, it, is it him from the original GI Joe? I don't think it is. I don't think it is. See, I only saw I a couple of flashes of it, and it looked like him, but I didn't think it was. I don't oh, think it's it a is. Whole new, I know Scarlet's yeah. new. Yeah, I think, new. I think they're trying to. Yeah, and I make would a too. Break, Reestablish. But him. He was an amazing Storm Shadow. Yeah. yeah, out of all the characters that were done right, 
He was great. Him, and then I thought The Rock did a good job, but Dwayne Johnson can do no wrong. Yeah. In my no, eyes, he can't. So. Yeah, I I love Channing Tatum, and I think um, Baroness, um, what's her name? Um, shoots onto my tongue. The girl that played Baroness, I think she was great, right. but then having Christopher Eccles as Destro, he that was, was just over the top. And Rip, Marlon Wayans didn't do a very no. good job as Rip Cord. No. No. And so, yeah, I think having a, a complete reboot yeah. is going to be in order. They're out to go. Yeah. Um, Dune's another one I'm looking forward to. I didn't know uh, Jackass yeah. 4 was a thing. Jackass 4 is this year. Borderlands. Because Batista's in Oh, yeah. Borderlands. Yeah. Oh, Borderlands. Borderlands. I freaking love Borderlands. Um, new Space Jam. Uh, <laughs> Suicide I'm Squad 2. <laughs> new Canandy Man. So yeah, Suicide Squad 2. <laughs> Next season, uh, the Harley no, Quinn. Yeah. Candyman. Candyman. <laughs> no, Next um, season, the Harley Quinn's another TV that I'm excited yes. for. Because I thought they did. I thought that was amazing. It's and great. Margot Robbie is different from what I just said, but Margot Robbie is. Re- I read an article where she's really pushing to get Poison Ivy mm-hmm. into a DC movie and explore that relationship Between on them. the live action. That would be awesome. I, I, I like the last really. time we saw saw uh, Poison Ivy because I mean, Zuma. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm a little partial. In, in the animated, they do a really good job. Lake yeah. Bell does an amazing yeah, job with it. Really good. It's it's just a good show. It, it's yeah. hilarious. Like King Shark is Ron Funches. Um, yes, like he's amazing in that. He can do it all wrong because I really like him in Final Space also. Right. So, um, Justin, what are you looking forward to? All of that. <laughs> <laughs> all of the things. B Rob. Yeah, all I mean that. everything we've talked about. It's. And the only other thing we didn't talk about is Green Lantern Corps. And no, we talked about yes, it. Yes, we talked really about that. About, I'm about super excited possibility. about that. Well, and I think they just cast Alan Scott, too. I read something. They just cast Alan Scott, and I'm like, that's perfect, actually. They did. He's the actor from um, American Horror Story and a couple other things. Oh, Dandy. The guy who played Dandy. Yes. yes. Yeah. So. Oh, shit. What's his name? Uh, oh, he's always going to be Dandy to me from yeah. now on. Okay. Um, that guy. But we are coming to a stopping point here. Two things that I want to um, take note of. Go to the very bottom. Um, you can go over the rest of these. All um, right. That's the opposite direction. I know. I hit the wrong button. Um, we're getting there. <clears throat> we're thinking about starting a couple different things. Um, one of these you guys were part of, and you actually gave me the idea for it, and if you guys were willing to run it, we want to do um, an EGTN Fantasy Football League. Oh hell yeah! Oh, yeah. yeah. And Kyle and I Easy already said one of us, I would think. Well, <laughs> Kyle and I had already said it's not going to be much because you know basically we don't have a shit ton of money. Um, we would split a we small ju- a small sh- price. Yeah, we should all just throw in some cash and get like a belt. <laughs> oh, okay, that would be awesome. Yeah. Or a tra- yeah, traveling belt, traveling trophy. Yes, we need a first place and then a last, last place. place. So if you guys are dibs on last, willing to take that on. Um, that's something that I've, I've been throwing yeah. around. I also want to do an EGTN Fantasy Movie League. Ex- oh. Explain that, because that... So this is where you take... It can be really however you want it to be, but you can take... This is where you take bets on, based on the actors, what their budget is, how much they spent on the movie versus how much they right. made on the movie. Oh. Okay. Um, because it's like, hey, look... <laughs> like an opening week thing? Yeah. Or, okay. Yeah. Like Jungle Cruise. It's going to be huge. The Rock's in it. We know it's going to be used, and it's a Disney property. But how much did they spend versus, let's say, how much Suicide Squad 2 spent 
and how much they meant. I just think that would be kind of something Dude, fun to would do. would be the one that I would be like, how much is it going to be? Yeah. yeah. And, and it's, you know, you always think that. So I think that would be fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it might be fun to incorporate, like, the top five movies of that week once things are mm-hmm. released back. And so that plays into it of, you know, one, two, three, four, five. Right, and, right. Right. Yeah. And That'd then, be cool. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, that, that's... So, I will. I will definitely commission the uh, the <laughs> football should. league if you want me to. Yeah. No. I'll, if, I'll if, be in charge of that. Yeah. If you guys want to take that on, I would. I would love to get this going because just seeing how much chat and how much my name uh, was talked shit that night. Because <laughs> something happened. We were out somewhere doing something, and then I just remember Tasha going, "Hey, you need to go look at this. They're mentioning you a lot." I go, "Son of a. I mean, none of this is wrong." <laughs> But still, I wasn't even here. He's out of line. He's right, apparently, but he's out of line. Apparently, I had a <laughs> doppelganger at one point, too. Uh, he must have been handsome. Yeah, so then we just need six to eight more people. I, 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 we I can get feeling, it. Yeah, I have a feeling oh, yeah. you'll get that easy. Oh, yeah. Um, so if you all are interested, uh, let us know. We'll start a channel. Okay. Um, for that, and then you guys can run it. We'll, we'll, we'll furnish the prize for it. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Oh, uh, last-minute addition, since... Uh, <clears throat> we kind of got morbid at the beginning. Um, you guys think about a EGTN celebrity death pool? Is okay. that too morbid? Too morbid? No, no, not at all. <laughs> He's shaking his head. Uh, I'm, I'm good with that. Yeah, I'm cool. All right, we'll throw that well, in there too. We have to say that no one can call Betty White because right. she's a treasure. She's a mor- yeah, well, you don't want to jinx it, right? Yeah, she's no. a treasure. And if you lose, I will gift a sub to uh, Chris's Twitch channel. So yes. Or the losers. Yes. <laughs> Which means I'm going to get us up anyway. Um, so we've got a hard stop here. Um, there was a lot more that I was actually on the list that I would love to go over, but um, we want to be mindful of you guys' time. So thank yep. you, B-Rob. Thank you, Justin. Thank you guys so much thank for you doing guys. this. This has been a blast. I've been, I've been really looking forward to this for about two weeks now. Well, hopefully we met your expectations. You did. And this is why. And I exceeded. Exceeded. Yeah. Excelsior. Good job. I'd like to do this again sometime. Yeah. No, I, I thought this was awesome. And we all got to be in a room together. And, and it's been great. You know, a little normalcy. And, yeah. You know, and I was telling you, like, when you can get around a table and everybody's face to face, it's so much. You can feed off each other so much oh, yeah. well, easier. And Comic-Cons are starting to come back. So Ooh, man, we can do a. Uh, trip to one or something and yep. then oh, do like man. a podcast from a room. Awesome. Well, you know, the main Comic-Con is in November now. Yeah. San Diego. Yeah. They announced it. Um, I don't think I'll they be They announced Sting it. is going to the Little Rock one. Is he really? So, depending on what's going on that day, my plan is to take Tinker and go over there. That'll be fun. He's the only person that, uh, of note, of note that I would go. Are we getting a Wizard Con here too? Is that, I know we it's like, like Ohio and. Yeah. We usually do, but I haven't heard this There's going to be, there's going to be a Dallas yeah. one coming yeah. up. And Tulsa okay. Pop Kids hasn't said anything about them doing theirs this year. So. I don't think Tulsa Pop Kids is going to do it this year. Yeah. So we'll, we'll throw that out there on the Discord and, like, if. Have a meetup, EGTN meetup. Yeah, right. we'll meet up. If you guys want to meet up, we'll just freaking road trip down there. For all 19 of us. So for <laughs> you, uh, you wrestling people, um, there's a guy named Nash, Kevin Nash or yep. something like that. Who's that? Oh, I've heard of him. He's yeah. Like, okay. I, I, I'm I mean, not is, a is wrestling person, so I don't know what yeah. I'm is saying. Oh, home? yeah, no, I've got a picture. He is actually. <laughs> he's pulling out his phone. <laughs> Hang on, boys. Yeah, he's going to oh, be more this next week. Is he really? Um, yeah. yeah. So if you, I'll, I'll put that information on Discord. Yes, please do. Because okay. I, I also put that Lou, Lou Ferrigno and on. Because uh, yeah, that Lou was Ferrigno, awesome. Uh, in Broken Arrow. So, so yeah, I'll, I'll put that. Yes, on please. There. Yes, please. You got it. 
But I just wanted to let you guys <laughs> yeah, know. Yeah, because my, my son did the wolf pack, the too sweet deal to nice. Kevin Nash. And, uh, without Kevin Nash even prompting <laughs> me, he thought it was the coolest thing. Yeah, that was one of my favorite wrestlers growing up. That's awesome. Um, had we more time, we were going to do a nerd drum between four people. Yeah. Uh, we'll do that next time. We'll do it next time. We haven't done one in a bit. We'll do it the next one. So, again, B Rob, Justin, thank you for being here. Really appreciate it. Yep. Um, with that, this has been EGTN. I'm Chris. And I'm Kyle. Wherever you guys are, have a good morning, evening, good night, and be good to each other. See ya. Nerd Coke, rise up. It could get elevated. Nerd Coke, rise up. It could get elevated. Nerdcore used to be just a made-up word. MCs shied away from belief. Rest assured.